When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been too hate, long the, since the I've seen it. The thing I hate it. most about that <laughs> intro, now that now that I've had time to watch it over and over again, sure, is the is the the minuscule amount of sound slash noise <laughs> that comes out of my mouth <laughs> as my back is being broken. That's now, that's you're aware, the thing that I feel is the most insulting. You're aware that, that uh, uh, Karma caught up to Cameron Kennedy. Are you? He heard his I'm back not this aware morning. Of those. He tweeted mm-hmm. he heard his back this morning. Don't tell Nick. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's uh, that's Karma telling you uh, what goes around comes around. Boom I think. Ring. I think we need another edit for this, though, to include that silly musical cue. But it sounds like the dinosaur roar in the upcoming yeah, the trailer. Jurassic Park oh. um, Dominion, where you just mm. hear the or whatever that sound is. And it needs to happen whenever Nick makes that sound. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this is kind of funny's Jurassic in or in review where we are going to rank review and recap all of the Jurassic movies from the park to the world franchise. We've been doing it. And the last couple of weeks, we uh, took a little break to venture back into some other franchises, including Top Gun, where we did Top Gun one and Top Gun Maverick. So you can go check that out. Uh, but of course, you can previously catch up on Jurassic Park one, two, three, and then world one uh before we get to jurassic world dominion next week uh of course i'm tim gettys and i'm joined by the nitro rifle andy cortez oh man this movie the big daddy greg miller (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna be an energy and i freaking love it producer slash seducer nick scarpino top of the evening to you tim and for the first time this month a new one it's christmas in june joey noel for some reason, I was expecting you to say April, and then I was like, oh, it's definitely it's not June, April. yeah, which is absolutely insane to think about. Uh, but of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. If there is a series that you love or hate, chances are we have reviewed it. So go check it out. You can find it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kinda funny in review and if you're over there give our in review some reviews go to your favorite podcast service give us those thumbs up those five stars it really helps us out if you want to help us out financially you can go to patreon.com slash kinda funny uh to get your reviews read in haiku form which is fantastic also you get the show ad free you can watch it live as it's being recorded uh shout out to patreon producers gordon mcguire molecule and fargo brady We love and appreciate you all so very, very much. Today, we're brought to you by Chime, Credit Karma, and MeUndies, but I'll tell you all about that later. I want to get to this with haste. I want to talk about everything about this movie so badly with y'all. So let's kick this off. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, starring Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum (laughs) confirmed his involvement on this movie on December 6, 2017, marking his return 21 years after The Lost World and 25 after the original Jurassic Park. In a podcast interview, Goldblum said of his role, it's small, 
Who knows? They may cut me out of it entirely. But if I stay in, I'll be a sprig of parsley or a little garnish, hopefully with some impact. (laughs) (laughs) The director said he's more like a cameo. He doesn't have a major role in the action, but it's definitely a very meaningful one in terms of the story. He's got a beard now and he's like, I told all you this is going to be a disaster. And sure enough, it is. Uh, in an interview with Vulture, Jeff Goldblum Wait, said Wait, whoa, was that the quote from the director still? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a yeah, beard yeah, yeah. now. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In an interview with Vulture, Jeff Goldblum said that he does not mind at all when he gets asked to essentially play himself on the big screen. Quote, people write <laughs> Jeff Goldblumy parts and they want me to do them. And that's fine. I think I can even do a better version of it. So no, this little Jeff Goldblum row that I'm hoeing, it's still adventurous. <laughs> Yeah. God bless yeah. this man. Yeah, I love great way to put it. Having said all of that, Jeff Goldblum being like, nah, it's a cameo, it might get cut. And uh the director being like, Oh yeah, it's nothing, it's just this little thing. The marketing team clearly did not get that memo because you don't Goldblum fucking care. Use all the footage. <laughs> just put it all in the trailers. Uh this has a runtime of two hours and eight minutes. Uh, released on June 22nd, 2018. It is the first movie in the Jurassic Park franchise to have a post-credit scene. I don't know if y'all stayed. my Xbox out the window immediately. <laughs> Much of my pterodactyl boys flying around the Eiffel Tower in Vegas. So mm. yeah, yeah, a little tease of what cool. might come next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was directed by J.A. Yeah. But Bayona. He directed the 2007 horror b- film b- The b- Orphanage. Morona. <laughs> with you, Greg. <laughs> uh, We're the music the tw- guys, man. Yeah, we are. The 2020, or sorry, the 2012 film The Impossible that featured Tom Holland as little baby boy, and the 2016 fantasy drama A Monster Calls. Um, he then went on to do Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. He's also directed a bunch of television commercials and music videos, and he will direct the first two episodes, Andy. Of the loss of the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Hmm. So, strap in for that. Um, the first movie he ever watched was Richard Donner's Superman, which inspired him to be a director. Badass. That is a great uh, film. Great film. Yeah. <laughs> Music by Michael Giacchino. Yeah, which blows my mind. It's a sad not, time. Not a lot of not 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 a lot of noteworthy music in this. In this, you no, know, every once in a while, Nick Jordan shot five for nineteen. You know, mm, like that's true. There was that's you true. got your off nights every once in a while. Do you think they made him wear the original Jordans when he was composing this? And he was like, "Ah, oh, my feet hurt. I can't really." <laughs> I don't know. Nick, I don't know. <laughs> God bless you, Nick. Never change. That, Nick is the most yes and motherfucker I have ever met in my life. I, like the party I don't like when the party ends, guys. I like when the party goes to Denny's afterward, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I feel like yeah. it's rare that Andy doesn't know what to do. That's <laughs> something just, that Nick says. Nick just like offering up some bullshit on a plate. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. You're watching the tennis match, and it's when there's a volley back and forth, and then the ball just goes, and the guy doesn't even make the move for it. Like, yeah. all right. You got this. You get the point. It was a lot of backspin and bounce back over the net. I was like, like, oh, you like you're watching, and you can't hear what they're saying, but I clearly go, "That was on me. That was my." <laughs> I'll take that one. That's me. That's me. This movie had a budget of 187 million dollars, by far the biggest budget of a Jurassic Park movie so far. Uh, one of the main reasons for that is this movie features the most dinosaurs uh, than any other one in the franchise, and I think it's by a sizable amount. Uh, the box office. The film grossed over $1.3 billion. God, that's the problem right there. Mm-hmm. Worldwide. The problem. Making it the third Jurassic film to pass the billion dollar mark. and was the third highest grossing film of 2018 and the 12th <laughs> highest grossing film of all time when it came out. Now, so 
It is the 16th highest grossing film of all time. What are the four movies that are above it? The four movies since, that are above this? Four movie? movies that came out since 2018 that are above Endgame. This. Endgame is at number two. Infinity War. No, that was or that was before this. Fuck. Uh, no way home. Uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man, no way home at sixth place. Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife. No, no. <laughs> coming in at tenth place. Frozen two. Mm. Oh shit! Would have never guessed that. And Absolutely. coming in at eighth place, Morbius. Y'all would never guess this. Venom. The Lion King. Oh, oh the Lion God. King is currently the eighth highest grossing movie of all time. The most forgettable movie of all time. Jesus Christ! Wow, damn. Do they count both Lion Kings in that by accident? Yeah. Like, are they adding them both? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Due to an accounting error, we've added them both together. We can't separate the receipts. <laughs> so without further ado, this is a rare time in In Review. Because every once in a while, we start the show. I start going around. I'm like, who goes going to go first? I, it's usually random. Every once in a while, I'm like, I, I, I want to set the tone. I want to go for yeah. it. And this was one of those times where I'm like, I want to fucking go. I was thinking about in the shower. When I got out of the shower, though, I got a text from Greg Miller that said, let me go first. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, Greg Miller, let's go. What do you have to say about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Tim, Andy, Nick, Joey. Kind of funny best friends listening or watching this program. I'm Greg Miller, and obviously I'm known for a lot of things. 2015, Trending Gamer. So long ago, yeah. 2016, San Francisco's most eligible bachelor for three months. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... On Twitter.com slash Game Over Greggy, I'm known for my hashtag hard truths. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is a blast. (laughs) I had so much fucking fun with this dumbass film. And here's why. I've been racking my brain because I saw it all before. All you Andy Cortez's and Joey Noel's with your monocles and your martinis poo-pooing this, saying it wasn't art, all right? Here's what I'll say about it, is that a little film called Scream recently Mm -hmm. introduced the idea of the requel. You know, they're going to do the original, but different, but in the same universe, but call all these things, blah, blah, blah. That's why Jurassic World, uh, what was last one? Just Jurassic World? Was that the one? Jurassic World didn't work for me. It's because it didn't know what it wanted to be. It's trying to keep a foot into what we loved about Jurassic Park, but it's nowhere near as good as that. All of a sudden, there's these fucking weird-ass tech people that are the, clearly the comic relief, but they don't fit. Uh, 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 Bryce Dallas Howard all over the map in terms of what's going on. They're forcing this Chris Pratt relationship. It, 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 the whole thing, no, no. And then, of course, Judy Greer, amazing, and the, the kids. and they, were, they, they seem to be pulled from the original, but that wasn't what this world is. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom from start to finish knows what it is. And it is a dumbass Hollywood blockbuster that I enjoyed. And I will be voting as number two. <laughs> this movie was fun as hell from the very beginning. They go in there, they're in the fucking thing underwater, the giant megalodons. The guy, come on. Like, you know what I mean? The guy who's everybody. Everybody right out of this is just the most stereotypical whatever they're going to be. Whatever they're going to be. You know what I mean? Is he is here comes the big game hunter. I'm like, oh, immediately this guy's going to fuck everybody over. Oh, he's going to fuck everybody. Here's the, the kid who used to be fat in Shaun of the Dead. He seems super nice now. He's not. He's going to do this thing. Here's now, Nick, this is a reference for you. All right. I'm tossing it out. Cash there. Here's Mr. Skolnick from Revenge of the Nerds, right? <laughs> the Lewis's dad or whatever in Revenge of the Nerds. He's old and in bed and he's he fucking cloned his goddamn granddaughter. I'm like, 
This movie's fucking are you, ta- are you talking about Academy Award winner James Cromwell? <laughs> I sure am. And your he pull was the for him. Revenge of the Nerds. Your pull for him is he's Lewis's dad in Revenge of the Nerds. Which I think was like oh, was it was the first Revenge of the Nerds, right? He drops him off in college. Yeah. That's yeah. a great Ooh, pull. At least no, he's like a robot or something. Come on. Secession. I know he's from Secession too. And I also know if you haven't seen him in the midst of the entire country yeah, burning down in the midst of the entire fucking country <laughs> tearing itself apart. He also just recently did a, a protest at Starbucks because they're charging more he for glued, fucking no, oat milk. He glued, like, his, hand. He glued his hand to the, to the, the, the bar at the Starbucks. Room. You know what I mean? You're protesting oat milk right now. Are you kidding? He Joe was protesting because like, they, he was protesting like they, and we're fucking worried yeah. about the old milk. I expected more from you, Revenge of the Nerd Dad. All right, anyways, back to it. Then you got this film. <laughs> and we are out there. You got, there's just, in that, I loved it. I had a great time. I, yeah. now, is it way too long? Yeah, it's way too long. You know what I mean? That second half is a hike, and it keeps, it just keeps multiplying. It just keeps changing up. But when fucking formerly fat kid from Shaun of the Dead sitting there and watching the numbers tick up as they're bidding on it, they got fucking Hail Hydra dude out there. You know what I mean? And when oh, you're the kid, you're telling me when they get in the elevator, the door's closing, like, whoo. And <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! I'm having fun with this film. Tim, before we go on, I'd like to issue an apology, uh, yeah. an official correction to Greg Miller mm-hmm. because I threw some shade at him right there and said Academy Award winner James mm-hmm. Cromwell. I just want to say for the one kid that's going to say Nick, he was actually nominated for Babe but didn't win. You were right. I just looked that up. So Greg, he also skated in like you needed like 38 lines of dialogue and he got in like right at the line or whatever. Yeah, something like that. But remember when he goes, "That'll do, pig. That'll do." Of course, dude. Me neither. Cromwell. That's fantastic, Nick. What did you think of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Ah, uh, this movie is is kind of to me the definition of a money grab, right? We're not really doing anything new with this. Um and I remember watching this in theaters and when they left the island at like minute 30 in the movie, I'm like, "Wait a minute, are we is the rest of this movie just going to be them around going around this stupid mansion with this like weird auction happening in the basement?" Uh and it was. Um it's, it's, <laughs> it's not fun at all. I think all the problems of the first one with the character dynamics are amplified in this. Um, and I think the crux of the movie, there's some interesting stuff in there, right? Like the idea of, that Jeff Goldblum brings up of, of the genetics and how that's going to eventually like ruin the world and kill all humanity. But that's something that is very much shoehorned in and bookends the movie with just this cameo scene that they got Jeff Goldblum to film. I wish that had been the main crux of it, similar to how the first one kind of broached that same topic. Uh, with Jeff Goldblum. That was kind of the main theme of that. In this one, it's shoehorned in. Uh, and when we get this weird kid that's a clone, that's just kind of freaky to watch the entire time. Greg, what were you going to say? I agree with you. It was shoehorned in. Obviously, this is very much like them just telling you something. Because I think, like, obviously, this is, and honestly, this is one of the strengths of this dumb movie, is that this movie is like, no, no, this is the universe we're building. <laughs> Jeff like Goldblum not. Just, Jeff Goldblum is going to tell you some nonsense. Right. That like, oh, well, we had nuclear shit, and now we can clone whatever. It's clearly going to bite right. us in the ass. And you're like, I don't know if that really would. Yeah, I don't but know, I'll man. get if we can clone Nick, people, maybe we can when clone they get like to the fucking and end and little clone girl lets them all out. You kidding me? Right there, they're all running out. They're having a great time. They're frolicking. She lets and out. And again, keep in mind again the state of our country. People would be fucking so happy if this happened. You'd have so many people packing their guns and driving. I get to hunt fucking dinosaurs in Northern California. I'm all about, but they do it and they go and then they bookend it. And that's when I was like, ah, we're driving the point home. And I like that. He even says the fallen, it's a Jurassic Jurassic world. World. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know how much 
this fucking movie. Oh, I finished no. it last night about 11.45. You know what I immediately fucking did? Went to YouTube, watched all the trailers for Dominion. I was like, give me more. Give me more of this. Well, and then, I don't know if you know this, you probably don't because nobody likes it, apparently. They put the first five minutes of the movie up like six months ago. I watched it. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Greg, I think Greg just became a Jurassic World super fan. I am so in. I am so in. I, I, I have. A, I was so pissed when I missed Jurassic Park in review episode one. I forget why. Sickness or something. I forget what else. But I couldn't do it, remember? And I love that film, and I was so excited to talk about it, and I knew we just went downhill from there. Nobody told me we went downhill, and then, wow, Michael Jordan <laughs> fucking slammed a jam down this thing, man. We're back, baby. I can't wait for Monday. I can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad one of us is excited, Greg, because uh, to finish my thoughts on this film, I think it's the complete opposite of how Greg is uh, is reacting to this. The movie to me is just not very fun. Um, it takes and, and it's kind of a slog and they, they lean into more of the horror aspects of it, which I think some of that stuff's well filmed. And, you know, I think we threw the director. Um, we kind of rolled our eyes when when we talked about the director, but I think the movie's competently directed. I just think we're five movies or four movies into a movie to, to, to dinosaurs and we've milked it for all that it can be at this point. Um, the big, the big issue I have with it is the constant need to reiterate to the audience that we should care about these dinosaurs. Sure. And I just don't a, cause I know they're CG and B because the filmmakers don't do a good enough job making them anywhere close to sympathetic characters. There's still a big part of me. That's like, yeah, you should let these things die. They're massive, massive thousand ton killing machines that are going to kill everything that they see. And there's a reason why humans can't exist with them. It's kind of, it's kind of a no brainer to me. Um, but the fact that they're like, we got to go save blue. We got to do this on an Island that's exploding is so ridiculous to me. Um, and then we get there and it's not fun. It's not wor- It's like everyone's complaining. Everyone. The only fun per- person that's having any sort of fun in this is Buffalo Bill, who's hamming it up, pulling teeth out of dinosaurs because he's making some sort of weird Vietnam era necklace out of them. <laughs> it's so it's such a weird movie. And it, you kind of get the feeling that even Chris Pratt, like at moments, you're like, oh, Chris Pratt's just so trying so hard to give him something. He's trying to give us something and everything he everything he does in that in it just kind of falls flat like everything else in the movie. To me, it's just kind of a dud. Joanna Noel. Oh man, I get the full name for this one. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um to me, this is an even less fun Lost World, which is like a statement that is like a hard thing that I didn't think was possible. Um I yeah, it's just for as much as like there are dinosaurs in this movie, I feel like I don't necessarily really care about too many of them, nor do they seem like that cool. It's just like, oh, these are just they're just here. And I like I don't I hate it. Uh I don't at all buy that Bryce Dallas Howard is now this like uh advocate whatever, yeah. to save these dinosaurs. What? When she called she called them assets throughout the entire first movie, and now all of a sudden she, she, she has she this trust, like she, the triceratops remember yeah in Jurassic World. bleeding heart for these dinosaurs so fuck that i editor if you but your children will now grow up in a world without dinosaurs <laughs> like they would like so they would have with of human being what argument is this it's literally so every every bad. generation of human being grew up without dinosaurs every generation it's terrible I still hate her and Chris Pratt. That like part at the beginning of the bar when she's like laughing at him. I'm like, this what is a- like the most fake forced thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I hate that. Uh, 
I don't like any of the side characters. I think the like other activist girl is like super annoying. I don't really like Justice Smith that much. Uh, the cloning of the granddaughter, fucking weird. <laughs> like, I I don't. Then you have like the weird. I yeah. I it's the hunter guy from the Lost World, but now he takes teeth, and it's just like I. I this might be the worst interview movie I've ever suffered through, including all the Transformers ones. Wow, Andy Cortez. I don't think this movie is as bad as a Transformers no. movie, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of a shitty movie. I feel like there's a lot of different writers that wrote different characters without any sort of like thought of how they might be presented or interact with each other. Like one person was in charge of uh, Justice Smith and Daniela Pineda, and they're like, "All right, well, I'll write for them, and then you write for Chris Pratt and so and so, and you write for the fucking weird doctor guy with the red hair and the clone girl." Like, the, all all of this movie feels so different when we are going from scene to scene. Like, there's such a weird tonal kind of just like I don't know, it just throws me off. Um, but I do think that some of the Indoraptor scenes were uh, kind of exciting and thrilling at moments. I, I, some of those chase scenes were pretty neat. Um, but the whole time I am still wondering, like, I, I can't believe that this movie, um, despite so many disasters, right? Despite so much violence in the streets, despite so many deaths, these movies still keep getting made. Um, and it, 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 it's the story of Jurassic Park. Like, making these movies is the Jurassic Park story. Capitalism will always win. They will keep on making them, regardless of how many disasters have happened with each movie. Um, I think that this movie, like, if you were to tell me that some producer was like, wouldn't it be cool if a bunch of people ran away of uh, dinosaurs and people were running away from a volcano, they're like, yeah, let's do that. Let's make a whole movie kind of like just based on this little concept. And the volcano is going to catch them off guard, right? Oh no, they're going to know it's erupting. They're going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It oh, just, okay. it really just seems like somebody dreamed of that sequence or maybe just thought of like drawing it and like, this would be a cool little thing to put in a movie somewhere. All right, well, fuck it. Put it in the next Jurassic Park movie. Um, I, this movie is so, yeah, tonally just weird. I didn't find myself enjoying a whole lot of it, except for some of those sequences where, uh, the Indoraptor is kind of hunting them down. It's so stupid. The gun with the sound, it's like unbelievable. <laughs> that the it's you point a laser at them, but wait, there's more. There's you also more. hit the sound cue <laughs> and it goes straight for that thing. I'm like, what? But by, by the it's way, sorry, so ridiculous. I, I just idea... wanted to say that Arnim Zola looks like uh, an older version of uh, Foggy Bear. Foggy sure. from, uh, yeah, yeah, from, from Daredevil. 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 Yeah, that's is it, the most. Is it not Foggy Bear? Oh, it's Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear, Fozzie well, Bear is a Muppet. Yeah, Foggy right. Bear. Foggy I think is, is a nickname for him uh, at one point in that show. Mm. The that idea right of there. the Thank dinosaurs you. being advanced weapons is so stupid. And I can't believe they rehashed it. They doubled down on yeah. that idea and that concept here because it was comical with Vincent D'Onofrio. And obviously, like when he was calling it in, he was calling into Ellis, right? We can assume that. That's incredible, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it just doesn't make any sense. 
Like you have all, you have this advanced technology and the, the only thing you can think to do with it is to breed a dinosaur for like six months, train it, feed it, get it over to the place where you want to use it as a weapon and then have a, a group of people lays a target with a sound cue so it can go kill. I'm like, just make a bomb. A bomb could do what this thing does, and you don't have to genetically engineer it. This is so stupid. Well, this one gets in and out, though. You can only use the bomb once. This you can use multiple times. Yeah. Until someone shoots it. They'll never see it coming unless they see the laser or hear the sound. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. It's like once it got out and it was like chasing people, it was like, it's not even that much of a killing machine. It's like, no, why is really? this that much stronger than a raptor? It's just like, it's bigger, I guess. It's but like, really not. Like, even, when say- it, even when it gets into the girl's room and it's like, I got you now. <laughs> like slowly cream. Like, why is this? Why is this raptor playing with her now? I, I did like the uh, the one shot sequence of the bubble that Greg is in right now with the underwater kind of trying to get them out. I thought that was filmed really well and kind of paced the super ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, oh, no, I just I just love the idea. Like, I think when there's anything having to do with underwater and drowning, like I feel the tension and the fact that this was a one shot. I thought it was like the best thing in this whole movie mm. and maybe the last two movies. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not a good movie. Stinks. Tim, stinker. Looking at this picture of Greg with Justice Smith's mouth open, I can hear that scream that we heard a thousand times in the yeah, trailers that, that just hearing it in this movie, I'm like, here we go again. I wish that I was with Greg Miller on this because I, I, I see what he's saying in terms of they committed and they they had a vision. Unfortunately, I did not find the fun in uh, in it the way that Greg did. In fact, it was the exact opposite. I think that this movie from the very beginning knows exactly what it is and does not have nearly as much fun with that premise as it should. Like, this is the fifth Jurassic movie. They're like, we've done so many different things with dinosaurs at this point. This is just going to be action. It's just going to be more, 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 more. Last week I was saying, or a couple weeks ago I was saying, Jurassic World uh, felt soulless, but at least it felt like it it knew what it was trying to be, which was just, hey, remember this thing? We're going to modernize it a little bit, and we're going to like give you some moments that like are genuinely exciting and stupid. And the end of the movie with Blue teaming up with the T-Rex to take down the Indosaurus Rex or whatever the hell it was called, like it was a, that made me go fuck yeah this is stupid as hell i love it there was no moment close to that in this movie and i think that movie also had the woman getting gratuitously killed and picked apart and thrown into a million ways like that was fun that was a stupid fun thing that they did this movie i think has between seven and ten scenarios that i'm like how is this not exciting and fun like andy was saying there's a volcano with dinosaurs running away and these people in a giant gyrosphere that should be thrilling and awesome and with a couple shots i think are well done i think my the only nice thing i can say about this movie is there are a couple shots that i thought were really cool the shot of the t-rex yelling at the lion pretty cool i liked that the gyrosphere falling into the water with the dinosaurs and fire and shit falling around them pretty cool the shot of the caged uh dinosaur being brought in you just kind of see this the shadow pretty cool but it's just shots in the context around it i feel doesn't ever add up to as fun as this movie needed to be for how from the get-go like this thing starts off there's a weird titanic ripoff of them going under like finding the bones of the the indosaurus and then we see the logo and it is the most un-jurassic park feeling thing we've ever seen it tells us right off the bat this movie's about to be different it's just straight up action like we get the lava flowing through the fucking jurassic logo the music's not even like it's just more like it's the music feels like 
generic Star Wars cartoon music, like not even generic Star Wars uh, movie music. And I'm like, all right, I guess that's where we're at with this. And then you just get into it. There's immediately a bunch of dinosaurs. And to Joey's point, you don't care about them. There are more dinosaurs. They explain a couple of them more and give them some backstories. But I'm not attached to any of them the way that somehow all the other movies at least gave me something to grasp onto where three for all its faults. I like the pterodactyl sequence. Obviously the T-Rex is iconic, right? Uh, with Jurassic world, they built up this Indosaurus and it, it made sense to us. The Raptor in this feels derivative of an already derivative thing. And I just feel like while there was a couple cool shots, I think no scene was great. And um, it just was not nearly fun enough for yeah. what this, this needed to be. Yeah, I'm going to quote one of your favorite movies, one of them Star Wars, right? Let the past die, kill it if you have to. Yes, that yeah, again, this movie commits to, you know what? We've tried four times to sequelize Jurassic Park and we've been unable to do it. Everybody doesn't like those movies and they're all bad wet farts. Here we're just going to give you a loud ribbon fart and we're going to have a great time with it. <laughs> yeah, go get it. That Titanic thing you remember. That was awesome. That was a Who great cares? opening. That was a great opening for this stupid movie. I loved it. Andy, back to you. Um I think that I would enjoy this more. I think I'd be on the level of Greg if, and I, I hate to do this because we do it almost every episode, if they, if, if the Fast and Furious cast was in this movie. Because I would take it way less seriously. I know the level of actors we're working with. <laughs> I know that I'm going to be laughing at the lines they're saying because of how stupid and unbelievable they are. But I think the cast in this movie and the level of actors that they have cast are still serious enough and they want to be full of substance, but it, it equals to me like being like, God, this sucks. As opposed to like, this is hilariously bad. Um, and I wish that they went just full on with like, like bring in, I, I don't know. It's, it's in a weird space where it's like, do we need terrible actors in here? I think so. I don't think we could just hire serious comedic actors i think it just has to be like i need ja rule in here i need tyrese and vin diesel and uh ludicrous and i just need the fast and furious crew to be in here so that when they say stupid shit and when suddenly ludicrous is talking about the dna structure of the indoraptor <laughs> that i'm like god this movie's so stupid i love it but in here i just cannot be on that level like greg is and i wish i could greg i want to be there I'm looking Amen. at you in this goddamn gyrosphere for audio listeners. He's in the gyrosphere right now. I want to be in there with him rolling down a goddamn hill, and I just can't get there. See, it's funny you bring up Fast and the Furious because that's what I was thinking watching this. This is what you guys must feel like when you watch Fast and the Furious. Because like that yeah. last Fast and Furious was <clears throat> pulling teeth for me. I was not having a good time at all. Really? In this movie, I was having a great time. You guys well, that's a, that... And you're going to tell me you didn't feel for any of the dinosaurs? This movie gave me an actual reason to care about Blue. All right? Remember when he goes, <laughs> Blue comes in his face. I'm like, yeah, that's like porny. All right, I like blue. Let's fucking go, blue. Um, it was cute to see little baby dinosaurs. It was cute. Yeah, it's, it's it was also kind of weird. We were like, why is this just playing in a lab? Was someone here watching this? Who's creeping on this? Doesn't matter. Uh, the Fast and Furious, like, I think knows what it is a lot more, and it's and they it, they bore they specialize well, in the absurd. My this thing movie, is that, again, like, I think this one to what we're saying. I think this one knows what it is. I think it's just that it's changing what it's trying to what Jurassic Park slash World has been before. Like, I don't know if they, I don't think anybody thought they were making high art here. No, but I think that they, I think that they, I don't think they thought too hard about the concept for this movie and like the, and sort of like the, the gimmick of what, what it was going to be. Because to me, the movie is actually rel 
relatively entertaining while they're on the island. It's that that's like a cool kind of setup for me, right? Oh, they got to go back to the island to actually save the dinosaurs because it's going to explode. Okay, I'll watch that for a couple hours. But then they get off the island pretty fast. And then it's 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 the slog of this of creeping around this mansion with this creepy little girl who's a clone. And that, by the way, is like to introduce that through in the third act. I was like, what? <laughs> like, we're just going to no one's going to talk about the fact that this kid's a clone of her mother. Like, that's you saw that coming, strange. right? Like, I mean, well, as soon as she, she popped up, I was like, oh, there we go. Here we go. Yeah, I, 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 was, watching, going to, I was having a great time. Pause it because Jen didn't watch Jurassic World with me. Yeah. So we were watching this one on the plane to start. I, I assure you, at some point, I was like, I'm enjoying this too much. We got to watch this on a big screen. And I paused it up and I kept stopping it. And like, I was like cracking up when fucking Bryce tells Howard's all like, save the dinosaurs. And I'm pausing, I'm like, keeping the mind of the flax move. She fucking hated dinosaurs. Didn't give a shit at all. She should be in jail also. Like, it's yeah. just great. All right, back. She's response. She's directly responsible for a lot of people dying. Um, yeah, it's just. I mean, I don't know. I think. I think when you when you compare the Fast and Furious, I think the next one is going to be an interesting comparison because that to me is going to be everyone from every movie's back. They're all doing something. Can they get that group family mentality that that is the crux of Fast and Furious back? And can we get to a place where me and Tim are over the freaking moon to watch Ludacris and Tyrese go to space in an old Pontiac Fiero, whatever the fuck that car was. And that is what we need to get to with this series. I agree. And I don't know that we're going to, but the way that this movie ends, I did as the credits hit, I had a thought of like, I am more excited to watch Dominion now than I, I was before watching this. Like, um, no, I'm like, okay, yeah. they're, they're, they're out they're out there. They're out there. Like, okay, let's, let's thing. go for this. Arguably, Lost World had the most uh, fucking absurd moment of any of these movies of the daughter doing gymnastics, gymnastics. and kicking a raptor. <laughs> like, that's the most absurd moment, I think, of this whole franchise. How else are you where, supposed to fight a raptor? Where, like, um, that would be something that the Fast and Furious universe would do to, in Jurassic mm. World. Like, we would yeah. see... We would see Vin Diesel and uh, a raptor like flying over each other and like fist bumping in midair. Like it, it needs to get to that level of absurd for me to laugh along with it, as opposed to just like this movie is trying to be good and I just can't be there with it. Go ahead, Tim. I'm right there with you. And I, while I was watching this, I was talking to Gia and I had a very similar thought where I'm like, I hope, and I don't think it's impossible that in this next movie we see Chris Pratt riding blue. Come on, just give it to us. Give us some fucking Yoshi action because yeah. that's the type of stupidity I'm looking for. Yeah, here. agreed. Agreed. I think that's very that's cool. all they can do because they've they've had four more movies or three more movies now to prove that to tell a good heartwarming story with characters and they just haven't done it. So, <laughs> who so cares? We'll Let's see. go crazy. Let's get blue in space. How do we get blue in space? Let's get blue in space. Where, man, I, what, what I want is the T Rex blue spinoff. Blue and blue and T Rex Hobbs and Shaw. That's what I want. <laughs> but before we get to the plot, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. I love Me Undies from head to toe all over my body. If you don't believe me, of course, right now, I'm wearing the Me Undies shirt. You can tell by the little tag going on right there, right? I got the Me Undies lounge shorts going on. Of course, I got the Undies, and then boom, Me Undies socks, baby. That's how we do out here at Kinda Funny. I love being soft head to toe in the micro-modal fabric. You already know all about that, but if you don't, Let's face it, summer's sweaty, but your butt doesn't have to be. With MeUndies light and breathable micromodal fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. They have super fun seasonal prints and tons of styles to choose from. But if you just like classic black, that's totally cool too. They got a bunch of just bold colors for you to go for. They have super fun seasonal prints, tons of styles and sizes X 
extra small to 4XL, so you can bring the beach to your butt without ever leaving your living room. MeUndies has a great offer for all of you first-time purchasers. You can get 15% off if you sign up for their free-to-join membership. You can apply that 15% off to their already discounted membership prices. To get 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Tell them Tim Getty sent you. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early without direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. Uh, so, what are you waiting for? Hopefully, not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash kfgames. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash kfgames. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Get started at chime.com slash kfgames games shout out to credit karma for sponsoring this episode want a new credit card but not sure how to choose you don't need to apply for the first offer that you see in the mail credit karma can help you zero in on the right option for you and apply with more confidence i love credit karma i've been using it for years to check my credit profile make sure everything is good and on the up and up uh, credit karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation credit karma partners with a wide range of card issuers so you can be sure that you're exploring all sorts of options. Best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Comparing cards on Credit Karma is 100% free and most importantly, will not affect your credit score. That is huge. Credit Karma, create your own karma. Ready to find the right card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. That's creditkarma.com or hit up the Credit Karma app to find the right card for you you that's creditkarma.com in uh this universe you're building nick what mm -hmm. are blue and the t-rex fighting against like well at first at first they don't like each other joey <laughs> they oh. their personalities clash okay t-rex is a very Me. very uptight very clean person and blue mm -hmm. is just leaving his shit all over the apartment if you can believe that mm -hmm. and then of mm -hmm. course they have to join together and opposites attract to overcome the main villain which is the indominance Rex Indo Smoke mm, or sure. whatever that sure, dinosaur sure. is called because he's the bad spoilers. I'm the bad guy, as uh, Idris Elba once famously said. In I'm Hobbs the black Superman. Welcome to Jurassic Plot. so perfect welcome to the plot synopsis for jurassic world fallen kingdom or as jeff goldblum once famously put it welcome uh, 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 to jurassic world which was just a great line that i'm glad they saved for the end of this pile of 
dinosaur dung. Uh, we start with another big ball. <laughs> this one's in the ocean, Tim. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe in the Mariana Trench or maybe someplace scary like that. No way. It's actually uh, in the ruins of the old Jurassic World, big old water tank where the Megalodon whale dino once was. Hold so on. Give me, give me my chance. Hold on, guys. I do my great impression right here. Go for it. Oh, my God. Is that a Megalodon? <laughs> That's really Jason Statham in the movie, The Meg. That was great. It's a Megalodon. That was really good. A lot better than your Snape. The guy's gotten better. Uh, The two pilots down there are really, really scared. And one of them's like, what if there's some dinos left? He's like, no, they're all dead by now. Spoilers. The fucking, we can see the big whale dinosaur. It's about to eat them up above them. Meanwhile, up on the surface, they radio back to that team. And this guy's uh, like trying to open up the tank and get all this stuff done and uh, whatever. Uh, then down below, they saw they find the, the, the bones of the Indominus Rex because they want to uh, use that to clone from the bone marrow, whatever the DNA left in there. They get that, Pretty they float cool. up to the surface. And then I, I do like to, to speak to Tim's uh, uh, shots that you were talking about. The shots of the the megalod or the the mega whale shark dinosaur. Megalodon. It's called the megalodon. It's the megalodon. megalodon. The mosasaurus uh, is what they call it. Mosasaurus, mm-hmm. really cool. And then the shot of it like kind of coming up creepily slow behind them. You don't see them die. You just Lights know that they're out. dead. It's always cool. a bigger fish. Yeah. Uh, so there was a, a, a controversy, a controversy here um, controversy. The, from the the people out in the the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fan club, the Discord, all, all yeah. five of yeah. them. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go find the Discord and I'm gonna go talk about it. It's unclear how the Mosasaurus is still alive despite being trapped in an empty lagoon for years with nobody to feed it. Even the submersible mm-hmm. operators comment how anything in the lagoon should have died a long time ago. But Colin Trevorrow, the director of the last movie and the writer of this movie, explained that the beginning of this movie is actually set a week or a month after the first movie and argues it could have eaten the Indominus Rex slowly or picked off any of the pterodactyls that flew too close to the lagoon. The rest of the movie takes place about three years later, which would explain how Dr. Wu had enough time to use the bone of the Rex for further cloning experiments. Was that clear to anyone? No, 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 But this is a classic Nick Scarpino movie where I came in and I flipped the switch on my brain. It's off. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go. Let's just see what's up. But yeah, how many times have you been at at, you've seen a a sea wall dividing two parts of the sea, and you see stupid fish hop over that all the time? They think they just do little and they go and you know what I mean? How many times? How many times? I mean, Greg, if I had a dollar, if I had a dollar. Uh, no, Tim, fish are dumb. You know, fish are dumb. That's not clear, and it's not clear from the visual storytelling either. Because when we see, when we pull out and we see the park, it's completely destroyed. It looks like it's been years since, like many, many years since this park went down. But it doesn't matter. Uh, we go back up to the nerd controlling the gates, and he's like, he spots the helicopter team, and they are screaming for him to run to them. And he's like, why are these guys so frazzled? <laughs> Not realizing, I guess, that he's on uh, an island full of Tyrannosaurus Rexes. And of course, one of them chases him off the edge and he grabs onto the ledge like the Joker from the 89 Batman. And at first you're like, oh, that's great. And then, no, it's not great. Uh, he ends up getting eaten. But the helicopter team gets away, and they have the bone. And they radio back. They're like, we got the bone. The package is in route. If we want to, like, you know, be angry at the movie or something, I thought it was, it was you know, they got ahead of themselves. They they radioed they had the bone before they had the bone. You know what I mean? That was that mm-hmm. that, that took me out of the film. 
Mm-hmm. But then I got right back into it when it was oh, fucking awesome. Bad. That was the immersion <laughs> breaking part. Okay. Now this I is, got back into it when it was fucking awesome. Is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's good. That's what you want uh, from your films. Now this next part I, I marked as a potential eye roll from Tim because it's his most favorite storytelling device when a newscaster just kind of catches everyone up on what's going on with the world. And guess what? Dino rights are a pretty big deal right now. Andy. And here's yeah. the fucking thing, Tim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim. Uh, like we can go in tandem on this fucking uh this issue right that we have with film you hate that they use newscasts to convey information to the audience i fucking hate when the news in a movie like it's so easy to just go around to a local broadcasting station and say what kind of cameras do y'all use why does every newscast in a movie have the best quality camera fucking IMAX red bulls? Like, just use a regular shitty camera so it looks a little bit different. It always looks like it's so high quality. I hate it. I fucking this is hate BBC, it. though. BBC does look good lots of times. Not this good, but you're in a movie No, theater. but not that, like, just, I hate it. I hate I'm it. With you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. Listen, sure. listen, apparently all the cameras in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom are red cameras because when we get to the home video Chris yeah. that Chris Pratt <laughs> yeah. made 20 years ago or whatever the hell with these fucking velociraptors, it is stunning. It is stunning 12-bit 444 footage. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Now, I'm I will good. say, it's the thing with the news thing that I, I want to stand by, I want clear to people it's not that i hate it when they use news to tell the audience i hate it when characters in the movie are finding information out from newscasts right i do think though to the credit of this movie it does it in a way that i'm not too mad about because it's a press conference and they're the news that's happening it makes sense that they would find out on the news i just don't like it when the thing that they need to find out is just coming on the news with the only exception being the rock when he does says that he's got to go to work but we understand why i mean that was come on that was a great great i just wanted to barrett i've sent it to you i have joined the jurassic discord if anybody wants to come uh Looks like it's how about does, five, nah, nah, Greg, let me ask this question because I see this a lot. How how do these discords work when you when you not well. do you just jump into the general and hope to God someone's there? As you can see there out. at the bottom, I did. I said, "Who is pumped for Dominion, man?" Because I am. <laughs> 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 now, no one's talked on this Discord since May twenty eighth. So I mean, before you know, it's not how like do you get to active? be a paleontologist role? That's what I want. That's what I want for you. That's sure, got to be sure. some sort of admin role. But by the way, that person was playing Rainbow Six, which is pretty cool him yeah who yeah. is pumped for dominion man because i am <laughs> is what he wrote in that oh god bless uh, this is already it this is like this is what i needed today ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. uh of course there's some sort of hearing happening and thankfully they paid jeff goble it was day rate to come testify in front of them and the bloom thinks we should let the dinos die again he brings up all the horrible shit that can happen when you start messing with genetics and dna and all that stuff and he's not just talking about dinosaurs spoilers this is foreshadowing for that creepy little girl we're going to meet in about two scenes cut to bryce dallas howard and she's now pulled a 180 she wants to save the dinos she works with a paleo veterinarian named zia and and the kid from pokemon at the dinosaur protection group or dpg as they will never be referred to again they're never referred to again they're all going to die, and no one cares, says yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard about the dinosaurs. Yep. I want that I, on my I like Justice Smith, man. I feel dude, like... Oh, dude. Real, real talk. I love Justice Smith, and I love Daniela as well. Like, they yeah. got played in this movie. Like, it is not, not cool what they did to them. Yeah, their characters are is... uh, not that great in this movie. 
You talking about Danielle? What else has she been in? Because she, she I, in Cowboy she, Bebop. She, yeah, recently she was in Cowboy Bebop okay. on Netflix, okay. which was okay. not a very well received uh, series. But she was like the undisputed high point of it. Okay. Yeah, she she she's just unfortunately these two characters didn't really need to exist in this movie. I don't know. I'm not quite sure why they got they got thrown in. They just weren't given much to do. Like saving again, saving Blue's life and all that stuff. I think you're supposed to feel for all those things, but you just, I'm like, God, this I, is, who cares? I did like the comedic gag that Justice Smith just always ended up in a different role as he got pulled from play. Like he gets pulled from the one guy to like, hey, you're loading up in with us, and he's like, oh fuck, yeah. I'm not. And, and then you forget the end, about it, and he pops up and he's helping. <laughs> at the end, he's like a doctor. <laughs> like he's, yeah. they're asking him for like 20 cc's or whatever. Like I think that's a funny bit. Yeah. Uh, but again. This movie feels like it had so many different parts written by so many different people and never felt cohesive. Well, I would actually say that Justin Smith is the only person that has chemistry with any of the other people, like one yeah. to one. Like him and Chris Pratt, I thought had a couple good back and forths. You good, but man? Than... He's like, yeah. How about you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a funny oh. moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So those things I think worked for me, but like I think he was, yeah. I don't know. I just think the whole dynamic of the group was a little off, and I think a lot of that just stems from Bryce Dallas Howard and and, and Chris Pratt just having zero chemistry this go around. Like I know I fought for it last time, but this time I'm like, Oof, this is this is just so boring watching these two acts. And I feel other. like uh, you know, last time around they tried to make the flirty flirts happen, like you know the writers and stuff. Whereas this, I felt like they had already broken up and they still like each other enough or whatever. You know, they want to bang, but they're not trying to like start a family or whatever. And yeah. that I thought worked better for me. Of the you know, really? not, try, not because having, I mean better than zero nick better than zero is okay. what it was before okay to me it was like watching like your two friends that had dated and you know are not going to get back together go out to dinner with you and you just have to suffer through that awkwardness for one sure, hour sure, and 58 sure. minutes my, my question for like. is this movie only an hour and 58 minutes long i'm sorry two, two out two yeah. 208 sorry the question for y'all is you know i remember liking bryce dallas howard in the village i know that i liked her in the black mirror episode where with all the likes and stuff like that mm-hmm. however both jurassic worlds make me go is she a bad actress or is it just the material I, she's, she's great in spider-man 3 oh, i think fuck, she was not she, she was spider-man 3 <laughs> wasn't she in the help wasn't she the yeah. person yeah she's good in that i don't think she's, she's good i don't ever hear her say a line and go Ugh. you know what i mean yeah you know that you know Maybe. that visceral feeling you get when there's a line delivery and you go Ugh. And let me put, let's put it this way the guy that played wheatley the the hunter was buffalo bill and sansa yes yeah. he's great he can act, and he in was this great one, in this. He's comically bad. <laughs> he's so terrible. He was great in this. Those guys are stared out, stared out performance. Anyway, back to the maybe plot. just like action adventure stuff isn't her thing. She needs more like drama. No, right? I think it's. I mean, we're being we're, a lot of rumors sugarcoating this. The it's the writing of this movie. It's the plot and the writing of this movie that is just completely boring. And I don't know. I mean, even I mean, these are not bad actors. I mean, Chris Pratt is a, is so fun to watch in Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them, because the acting is good and you care about the people that are in it. And in this one, he's like, I got to care about this imaginary CG thing in front of me called Blue that anyone with half a brain would be like, that's a fucking killing machine. Why do you care? You should kill this thing. It's going to get when Blue every time Blue escapes. I'm like, he's got this is a carnivore. He's going to go eat a person in the next town over. Are you? Are we all okay with this? The little kid's like, I had to do it because they're alive. Because I'm alive too. I was like, yes, difference. You weigh 80 pounds. They weigh 4,000 pounds. And they're going to fucking kill people. 
Maybe they should, Nick. You know what I mean? Maybe it's like Planet of the Apes. Y'all like that, right? When Caesar let all his bros go. Like, what about this woman? This little Caesar. Little Caesar over here saying, pizza, pizza. pizza Hit the pizza. button. Let we it go. There. You Andy, don't know what that's like. You've Andy, never been in that situation. Greg texted me beforehand and said, somehow, some way today. We're going to bring up Pizza Pizza. <laughs> I did not. Don't take a minute from my amazing ad lib there to try that's to fucking great. act like that was pretty That's planned. super fucking Mission planned. success. He's such a, he's just planning. <laughs> All right. Uh, we cut over. She's 180, yada, yada, yada. She's working at this thing. Uh, but Congress has let, he's like, listen, we got to recommend, they recommended to let the dinosaurs die because it's just a massive waste of resources. Plus, they don't know how much they can actually go in. It's private property anyway. It has nothing to do with the United States government. Claire is heartbroken by the decision. It's back to the fact that she has called the congressperson and is like, what if your kid? Kids don't grow up in a world without dinosaurs. And the Congress is like, my kids are on their fucking cell phones all day. They don't give a shit about dinosaurs. They care about TikTok. That's all they care about. Um, thankfully, uh, Benjamin Lockwood's estate calls at just that precise moment. It's like, Claire, you're getting called up to the big leagues. She heads over there, and this place is creepy as shit. Clearly, nothing bad has ever happened here, like the cloning of a small child. Pretty sure they used this, this specific house as either Wayne Manor or Prof the Professor X Mansion at some point. But I digress. Uh, Definitely looks like it, yeah. Yeah, enter. I, I feel like, I mean, it looks a lot like the one from uh, First Class, but I, that's now that I'm thinking about that, that's probably different. Also, a lot of this shit looks CG, so maybe they just... I thought, actually, those houses, that house is in Canada, I believe, the X-Men one. What about this one? This, this, this one, also? I mean, well, I mean, maybe I just believe the movie when it said Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we saw a single exterior of this that looked at all real. real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking this from, I'm pretty sure it's CG. Mm -hmm. Um... But it doesn't matter. Enter Eli Mills, reintroduces himself because they met before, and we get some exposition that Hammond used to actually work with Lockwood before uh, before Jurassic Park, and they had a breakup. We don't know why. Uh, Mills wants Claire to help save the dinos and transport them to a sanctuary on a safe island. Uh, Claire spots a little girl running around, and Lockwood says, oh, that's Lockwood's granddaughter. Don't worry about that. She has cool. a granddaughter. at all. Yeah. But they're close. Very close. Mm -hmm. Those are the mm -hmm. words that this man said yeah. about this small girl. Yeah. What the fuck? They're close, Tim. Very close. close. Mm -hmm. All right. What, cool. like, I, I think it's the butt in there that like really adds like this. That really lets you know it's not a normal kind of relationship. You know what I mean? Right. That's a colonial relationship. There's more than meets the eye to this relationship with this grandfather who won't let her look look at her fucking photos of her mom. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my god. That's <laughs> why won't you let me see a picture of my mom? <laughs> that would be the every question I ever asked this person. I would not do anything unless you did that. Uh, Mills tells Claire. Hold that on, Nick, 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 the mansion we're talking about actually hasn't been used as Wayne Manor or uh, the X Mansion. This is in Northumberland uh, over in the UK, right? And they say here that uh, it's also been used by film crews and TV. Uh, among them, Alan Wick Castle doubled as Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in the first two Harry Potter films. Meanwhile, the cast and crew of the ITV detective show Vera often are often in the country. Hmm. Wait, what was it in Hogwarts? That's weird. I'll have to look that up. That's cool. Um, right on, Greg. Thank you for checking on that. And yeah, also, great job, Greg. I owe I'll you $5 for, for being able to work in Pizza Pizza. I in don't do that. You're taking away <laughs> from my humor. I, my, I did not do that. <laughs> Said I got the text message to prove. Show the text right uh, now, tough guy. I mean, I got my phone's not here. I don't know where. I'm yeah. I don't have my phone. I don't have my phone. I got. I can't believe I went and found out about Northumberland for you, and this is how you're gonna do it. <laughs> I can't believe we let Northumberland go out without making fun of it. Uh, 
Mills tells him that Lockwood's daughter died in a car crash, and so he's uh, taking care of the, his granddaughter. Uh, Iris is there, too. She's creepy. Mills wants the, them to head to the park and use her handprint to access the RFID chips and all the dinos. But time is of the eff- essence, and no matter what, they're going to have some issues getting blue because he is SMRT smart. Uh, blue is got- potentially the second most intelligent life in this planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are the type of lines that I wish the movie backed up. Like, it's that Fast and Furious shit Andy's talking about. It's like, God, this is so stupid. Have fun with it. And I feel like that second part is where I'm like, oh, nah. no, we're just getting family photos of this because thing. Because everybody's so serious about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, if it was ludicrous she, saying that, I'd be like, ah, oh, this is yeah. the best movie of all time. <laughs> uh, we And he goes, well, we need some help. We thought you might know someone who could help. And she's like, I do. So we catch up with good old Owen building his own house in the middle of nowhere. And I think to myself, how's the plumbing going to work for this? Where are you going to poop? Did you do all the plumbing for this? Mm, is it a septic call, tank situation? Call. This makes me uncomfortable. I'm not staying in this house for longer than a day. I have to have a Starbucks to poop at. Um, he tells Claire to stay the heck away from that island full of dinosaurs that's about to explode. And she goes, even if that means Blue dies? And he's like, what? Yeah. Yes, exactly. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, of course, then later that night, Owen watches. Uh, Owen uh, is dressed exactly like Han Solo in some old uh, uh, video that's incredibly clear 4K cinematic footage of Baby Blue and her siblings. Uh, so, of course, he shows up the next day on the plane. I do like the setup where she's waiting for him. And she's like, well, I guess he's not coming. They get on the plane and he's been there the whole time sleeping. He's like, what took you guys so long? Nick, I don't understand how you can't suspend your disbelief at the, techno- the technological advancements to clone dinosaurs and have gyroscopes you can control, but you don't think that maybe the iPhone in that world, in that splinter group, that technology is also that impressive. I mean, listen, I every time I see video from an android phone i think man this really is the next generation of phone technology maybe tim's wrong uh so of course uh what a weird way place. to deviate <laughs> just swing on tim i thought you were gonna leave i was like is this, is android you know what like, happened we're gonna you back up play andrew he's playing we're gonna get andy off the bench and get him excited no no we're just gonna swing on <laughs> tim. We, we just listen listen he's playing hurt everybody so what happened good. what happened is this i'm my, i got the script right here and tim's Video was right next to it, and I looked over, saw the mustache, and I was like, "I gotta take, I gotta got take it. a swing." Got real <laughs> I love the mustache. I think the mustache should stay, but I can't. The older brother in me is like, "I got, I gotta, gotta say something it. about it." Gotta like you might it. say something lovely to Tim, and then you look at him again, and you do one of these like. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, over at the Lockwood Mansion, Iris is, uh, has lost Maisie. And, man, I'm glad they brought kids back to this series. That's what every uh, series should have, man. Just a standout crowning jewel of all these movies and these creepy little fucking kids running around. I think she's great. I think, like, this is one of the better young actors I've seen in a long time. I think her line delivery is great. Um even her, like, we all hate fake laughs. I think her fake laugh when she scares the old lady, fantastic. Good job on the fake laugh. One of the better fake laughs. I've wow. Seen. Eddie yeah. Cortez giving a fake laugh mm-hmm. applause. Yeah, Is it real? Scene. I don't know. <laughs> Faking laughs with Andy O. <laughs> <laughs> We, we got a PlayStation reaction of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Maisie and Lockwood have a good relationship. Iris wants to know uh, why, if she looks like her mother. And uh, he's like, oh, you're a spitting image. Uh, Claire and the team uh, hit Isla Nublar, and, and, and they spare us the indignity, thank God, of playing the theme as they approach for the 900th time. Wait, is that the actor that played Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs? Put this at number one, I wrote. Ken Wheatley is the leader. What a, what a great name for the leader of the Mercs. I'm Ken Wheatley. 
Yeah. Can we I, I did like the uh on the plane where he said I rode my motorcycle through the jungle with a pack of raptors and then Justice Smith said we're not compatible. I thought that was like kind of funny. funny. But it also reminded me of Jurassic World. I loved that scene because that was stupid as shit. And it was like I the idea of Chris Pratt being a raptor trainer, like that's the type of shit where I'm like, all right. I'm in. That is dumb as fuck. Make it fun. And I want to see him ride one of these things. Please. Compounded with the fact that he was in the Marines and somehow that qualifies him to be a Raptor trainer. He's an animal behaviorist now or whatever that is. Yeah. Don't forget. forget. Uh, They land and push through the ruins of the park. Um, Let's see. uh, Which conjures up good memories and bad memories for everyone. Justice Smith, of course, has another fun little thing here where he offers everyone bug spray. And he's, and he's worried about T-Rexes as well. So bugs, both big and small. Uh, but that rumble off in the not-so-distance is not a T-Rex. It's a brontosaurus. And Zia's overcome with emotion, seeing a dinosaur that she studied her entire life in real life for the first time. Uh, cool shot here. They come to the I, comms center. We don't need to actually do a podcast within a podcast. Uh, but we could have ranked the, like, the initial dinosaur scene where we get <laughs> the music and, like, someone seeing one for the first time. And I think this would be dead last. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you, Jake Johnson you. crawled, all right, so Justice Smith could run in this film. I'll have you guys know, all right? <laughs> oh, man. They head to the comm center and fire up the old system, and they spot Blue, and uh, so Owen and Zia decide to go after her, uh, and he's like, uh, why are you coming? She's like, just in case Blue needs medical attention. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, Claire wants them to be safe. And Chris Pratt has, I think, the only laugh that I got out of him in this entire movie. He says, listen, if I don't make it back, remember, you're the one who brought me here. Uh, and then smiles like that was only funny. Chris Pratt can smile. It's funny. They head in by foot so it's not to spook Blue. And Owen finds him first. Owen tries to feed Blue some beef jerky or some shit and just throws it at his nose. It does not work. <laughs> so he that made me laugh. <laughs> so he tames the beast with his little clicker uh, and unfortunately Wheatley prematurely darts her uh, blue freaks and attacks one of the mercs and I gotta be honest this scene hilarious to me because blue is scraping a man's face off and Wheatley's like don't shoot <laughs> <laughs> whatever hey, you do just take it you bitch <laughs> what have you, you not noticed I mean, this is the first introduction, I guess, of it. But, like, again, like, these are one-note character bad guys. They are in it for the money. It does not matter. When everyone flees the auction, running for their lives, Wheatley walks back and he goes, I need my bone. It's like, fucking send an invoice, man. Get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? (laughs) Why does this guy care so much about bones? Man, (laughs) I don't know. It's so weird. Anyway, uh, he ended up shooting. They end up shooting Blue. Uh, who, uh, I must say, bounces back from a bullet wound very quickly in this movie. Um, they pull it out, remember? That's all you need to do with the bullet. Sure, that's all you got to do for a bullet Transfuse, wound. Transfuse, get that out. Blue gets darted, uh, Owen gets pissed off, and then Wheatley just doesn't even hesitate. He he darts Owen. And uh, they grab Blue. Uh, Zia, of course, stays with him because she's like, if you this di- the animal's dying. If you really want it, I got to stay with it, and so don't kill me. And she buys herself some time. Uh, also, Claire- like, do we not? It seems like the amount of tranquilizer in this dart would kill owen if it's meant for a dinosaur sure like there's no i don't 100 like and not only that scaling boy, it was half of I, it i want to throw this out was there it? though it was, it was yeah she pulls yeah. The, when they pull oh, it out it's that's right. in there but it's also remember zia pointed out like everybody's they're all shooting from the hip and just doing whatever they could kill the dinosaurs too they don't know what they're doing out there with so so they put down a, is it blue probably weighs somewhere upwards of what you have to imagine five six hundred pounds no 
maybe four to five hundred pounds. More than that. Uh, more than that, probably five hundred pounds. We'll say five hundred pounds. I, they dart I'm him. He's out for a solid day. Owen gets darted with half of that. He weighs roughly, mm, you got to figure a third of that weight, and he's up in five minutes. God bless him. I, I'm kind of just shocked at like the unbelievable aspect that if you're gonna be this evil and doing and do crimes like this, <laughs> you gotta assume there's somewhat of a paper trail. Like, how are you gonna hide that you took these people to fake them out? And then you, like, trained the dude and left him there to die. Like, this escalated so fast. Well, what's and, even crazier, Andy? And, and like, like, there's no way you can hide this from, like, authorities. You're, people are going to find out what, what's going on here. They're going to burn up on the island. It's over. There's a moment where the guy goes, listen, we're getting all these animals off this island, and we're going to sell them. And he goes, well, how much do you think we could sell them for? He goes, we have 11 dinosaurs, and we're going to sell them for $4 million a piece. Like, that's and it reminds me of that Steed and Austin Powers where he's like, $1 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> it's not, it's not, a, it's not a lot of money. That much. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. They ended up making like $124 million off of this, which would be like a fraction of what they would need to get this business back and rolling. But whatever. Uh, let's see. Turns out Mills is a dick and he's in cahoots with Wheatley and spoilers. It's all about the money. The animals are heading to the Lockwood mansion, not the sanctuary that he thought they were, that he told them was, uh, Owen gets woken up by a, sorry, ter- a triceratops's tongue and you can just smell it. You can smell that tongue. Terrible CG. Good Lord. Uh, so it was around this that I wrote down. I can't believe how bad this is. <laughs> yeah. Now it's about to get great because let me tell you, if you guys think when we, we're going to get to the point where we have to rank the antagonists to this movie, right? We call it Ragu Bagu. We could do it right now if you guys want to, but I'm going to put this, I'm going to inception this idea into Greg's little pea brain. Greg, I want you to fall asleep right now and I want you fall to dream asleep. about the antagonist of this movie, the lava. The lava is the real bad guy the entire time. Greg, wake up. Who's the bad guy in this movie? You know, the guy, the f- former fat kid from Shaun of the Dead. Okay, yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Lava is plan. a standout. You know what I mean? And we get yeah. this great comedic scene with uh, Chris Pratt rolling around on the ground. Like, come so on, guys. Stupid. Well, you fucking, like, you know, I think, I think, Nick, as a student of cinema, you'll agree mm-hmm. with me that the days of Charlie Chaplin and Albert and Costello have been gone for too long. Too long. Chris Pratt is bringing it back in this Bring film, ladies and gentlemen. Long live vaudeville. Uh, meanwhile, anyway, Claire and Claire and Franklin get stuck uh, and they get a proximity alert. Something's coming down the ma- uh, this massive tube shaped hole that's just big enough for a big fucking dinosaur to come down for no damn reason. Uh, and meanwhile, the lava. The lava is just everywhere. Spoilers. <laughs> this is not a T-Rex. It's another one of those. The other move. It's whatever from the other movie. So they head up the ladder uh, to the hatch. This thing tries to bite them, but it doesn't. And Franklin falls back down and screams. And you know what? Whatever. Uh, but then <laughs> well, let's just move on. Whatever. Let's move on. Uh, but cares? they managed yeah. to make it up the, and shut the hatch. One problem: the island is erupting all around them. From the distance, Owen screams for them to run as a stampede of dinosaurs follows. Uh, it's a stampede. The- Anybody else think that Jumanji? No, uh, no, no. Oh. didn't think that. But yeah, it did have that vibe with his fucking goofy ass run. <laughs> Really like rising, running. running like Johnny Depp in freaking uh, what? Which one was it? Yeah, uh, uh, the, the whole new world or whatever. I, I honestly, Tim, I thought about this a lot. I think it's the shirt. I think it's just mm-hmm. anytime you wear a shirt that's not a normal shirt, you look funny running in it. Same with vests. Fair you got a vest on, you get a little goofy don't, running. Don't try. It. Don't try sure. it. You should take it off when you start uh, running. Exactly. Plus, you know, we all know about the the, the benchmark for awesome running in movies. Is anytime Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise gets that high step, bro. So don't even fucking try it, Owen. 
Don't even try it. Uh, they take refuge behind some logs, and one of those big balls is there, too, in the last movie. So Owen makes them all get in, but then another T-Rex-like dino catches him. Thankfully, Triceratops intervenes and gets uh, the ball rolling. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, you said ball. Uh, as the ball, ball starts rolling, Owen tries to, tries to get in, but it gets locked out. Solution, the actual T-Rex comes in and snaps wannabe T-Rex's neck and then just gingerly goes off about his day. I guess I'll go <laughs> over here now, <laughs> Dude, this whole thing's funny. Now, I, I know you guys are all asking, is this the same T-Rex from the other movies? It the is. answer is yes. Screenwriter said that the Rexy slash Roberta, depending on what part of the fan base you fall in, Greg, you have oh, wow. a, a tough decision to make here because back in the day, all the behind-the-scenes people called the animatronic Roberta yeah. for this T-Rex. But the modern fans, which I don't know which one you are these days, they call her Rexy. But this is, in fact, the same. I'm sorry. I, maybe I stuttered before. Let the past be the past. Kill it. Kill it if you have to, Uncle Ben. All right? Like, that's what Kylo Loren says, and that's what we're rolling with, all right? Kylo if they're calling him Sexy Rexy, this is Sexy Rexy. Or if they call them Ruffles Roberto. Greg, I need, you to make your Ruffles Roberto. I need you to make your stance known in the uh, the Discord, the Jurassic Discord, please. Yeah, what, what, yeah. What, so what am I picking? What names? There's I Team Rexy or Sexy Team Rexy. Roberta. What's my opinion? <laughs> I'm, I'm with the new kids. I'm with Saved by the Bell, the new class. Okay, Screech is the assistant principal. What fucking am I calling the dinosaur? Rexy. 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 T-Rex is Rexy. I also right, knew that it was the same T-Rex because I saw... Oh, I just those. advanced to level one. There's levels to this. this wow. Oh, I want to grab I saw one of those sort of like uh, fucking interviews, Tim, where they like the press are interviewing the actors. And it was Jeff Goldblum and the T-Rex, and they're both being interviewed. And they're like, oh. it's great to be back in this yeah. universe. Like, it's great to return, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone jumps off the cliff, including Owen and a bunch of dinos who can't swim. Only now Franklin and Claire are trapped in the ball, and it's filling with water and the lava. Owen uses a handgun at first to blast holes in the ball, but it clearly doesn't work because it's underwater. So he has to switch to plan B, watching the life slowly drain out of Claire's eyes as she drowns oh God. to death. JK, he uses a knife to pry this uh, plexiglass open, and it just opens up, and they all swim ashore and realize the whole plan was to get them there uh, was a lie. Uh, they head over to the docks where Wheatley and his men are loading dinos on a barge like Noah's Ark. Uh, apparently, they got the T-Rex there pretty fast, too, by the way, because he comes back in this, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have no idea how they got him from point A to point B. Because this whole scene happens in like 10 minutes, but whatever. Let me, um, let me nitpick for a second. I know it's a crazy thing. No one can imagine nitpick. me doing that. But sure. I understand the whole suspend your disbelief and all that shit. Uh, especially with a movie with dinosaurs that have been cloned and all that. But this whole gyrosphere, its sole purpose is to protect people from dinosaurs. And you're telling me that the solution underwater is to pop this thing open with like Kevin's freaking knife he carries yeah, around? No, like, not gonna it's just a, it's like such a weird thing. I'm like, why are you actively trying to get me to question the stupidity yeah. of this movie? Yeah. Like, it's dumb. I they really just, thought about I thought when he busts out the knife, he was going to go with the weakness from the bullet hole. Yeah, me too. Me too. In the glass, totally. and he just pries it open. That would have made so much more sense. But sorry, nitpick over. Continue. Now that's what we were all thinking. Unfortunately, uh, Wheatley pulls the Stegosaurus's tooth out for some reason because he's a psycho, and they spot Zia being mm -hmm. held captain. So they steal a truck and jump it onto the boat as it pulls away from the dock. <laughs> All right, look, here's the thing. I just talked a lot of shit about something. It immediately is followed up with the opposite of a nitpick. I don't fucking know what it's called, but a little shout out. I want to give a shout out to Chris Pratt's little tiny binoculars. <laughs> like, they're the smallest binoculars I have ever fucking Listen, man, seen. Tim, look at you don't want. 
when you got it where it counts, you don't need big binoculars. <laughs> you don't need to be flaunting that out there to everyone. I mean, me and Greg, tiny little binoculars. Andy, huge binoculars. We'll just put it that way. Uh, everyone What's looks he back at it. for you, know? I don't know, man. I don't Probably know. being slow. <laughs> on this earth or on this uh, continent? We don't this know. continent, this continent. We all know he's pretty fast in England. Everyone looks back at the island as a sad, lone bronchiosaurus cries for help. (laughs) The poor animal is just engulfed in smoke and the lava. What kind of noises they make? It's either a brontosaurus or it's brachiosaurus. There's no bronchio ever. Like, God damn it, dude. It doesn't (laughs) matter. This is where Tim's like, I didn't care about any dinosaurs. You didn't care about this old long neck burden to death? Dude, I straight up. He calls out and he's like, yeah, yo, this it is the, like this I'm motherfucker sad. slowly dying is like it's the most I felt this entire movie and like it is it is so ridiculously sad that it comes out of nowhere like it's so, like they let it linger and he just gets engulfed by the smoke and it's like they let it they let you sit on it long enough that you start thinking about his family you start thinking about yeah. like his desires and his goals. What Joey, was he gonna grow up to be? That's the thing. What what was your takeaway from this scene? Because I thought about you as I was watching it. I was like, I can't wait to hear what joey has to say about this um at first i mean a couple different things the first thing I, uh, that i thought was oh man i thought this was the last scene of the movie but apparently it happened <laughs> halfway through so now we i completely for i i don't know why i thought that like it just ended when they got off the island and then i forgot about the whole auction and everything clearly didn't care about the last half of the movie Bell the first sleep, time man. i saw it yeah because uh second of all it it is i thought it that they did a good job of like the smoke but like the the light from the lava behind, I guess, or the sun, I don't know. Uh, and you like see them like just wandering around. But I still was just so annoyed that Claire is like, oh, I'm so sad. And we just left him there. And I'm just like, you just didn't give a fuck about these dinosaurs. And now you do. And I don't buy any of this character development. I hate this. She's I been, really hate this character. Joey, she's been through a lot. A lot of things have happened. Like, what you needed to do, Joey, Joey, you needed to watch the animated through? shorts on YouTube that sort yeah. of show <laughs> you really the in-between. Disney Plus. Yeah. Where Stewart I just is, get to watch yeah, her and Owen fight about who left who for like yeah. 17 hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, part of this whole this movie, movie I cared about. And uh, it got over it pretty quick, you know. Over at the Lockwood Manor, Millsweets with Dick Eversall so they can arrange the sale of the dinosaurs they snatched on the island and get some seed money for their operation, which is happening below the mansion, which, you guessed it, is to make the ultimate hunter so they can weaponize it. Introducing the Indoraptor, who occasionally, I, I, I'm going to apologize to you guys right now because it was late last night when I started writing this. And man, I just thought it was so funny to call this thing Indosmoke. So that's what we're going to call it from now on. <laughs> Thank you. Greg. I don't know Shows why. The respect. There you go. Uh, Where is this from, Nick? Why are you saying that? Indo smoke. Uh, just an old line from a, a Snoop Dogg song. Oh, okay. Mm, uh, Indo smoke. Pass me the joint so I can take a toke. Like One indica. Puff, two, like is that what they're? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I All think right. so. I don't. Know. I mean, I'm not quite sure. I'm not up on my my drug lingo. That's what we have Snowback Mike for. Whoa. But um, yeah, we can call him later and figure cool. that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, um, can you also start playing the Sarah McLaughlin song? I feel like that's what sure, we really sure, need. Greg, can you bring up, can you can you ditch yourself out of this and let me do the voice of what the bronchiosaurus asks, like sounds like? Well, that didn't work at all. You can have a lava, Greg. Ready? Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Where it is right now, it looks like the T-Rex head is its head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Greg, you can come back in. The joke, the joke didn't play that well. Uh, I want to I give you more live updates from it. the Jurassic yeah, Discord. A whole bunch of kind of funny best friends jumped in, in in there, and we've been talking Jurassic Park. That's but then cool. one normie, one normie, one person who was here before named Patrick Eighteen pops up and just goes, "Why?" Previously dead Discord. Awesome. <laughs> You guys asked for it because you know why? Because we keep seeing these fucking movies. That's why. Uh, let's see. Mills, yada, yada, yada. Maisie, of course, is just has nothing better to do than spy on all these people. Here's all about it and tries to tell Grandpa Papa the old codger is not happening. He's like, go to bed. She's like, no, literally, there's a mutiny happening down below. And they're probably going to snuff your ass out with a fucking pillow in a couple minutes, but whatever. You deserve to die, James Cromwell. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Hey, this pillow will do right over your fucking face. Also, for some reason, Locke will not show her a picture of her mother, which is strange and not at all suspect. Uh, Zia tries to save Blue, but Owen and Zia come to help. They need a blood transfer uh, fusion, and Blue is has to. Uh, it has to be from a carnivore, by the way. It can't be from one of the herbivores. I don't know how dinosaur blood works, but apparently you just got to have something that eats meat. Thankfully, there's one on board, a T Rex, and the T Rex is Trank. So Claire rides it like a bull. And they is this milk the same T Rex, or is this a different? Yep, T Rex? same T Rex because it has okay. the same has the same scarring on it. I believe this is one of five animatronic dinosaurs created for this movie. Uh, unlike Jurassic World, which only featured one. Mm. Mm. Uh, then they get locked in with a T-Rex and it's really scary I kind of like this scene Claire escapes to the bars and rescues Owen by opening up the thing and they lock the T-Rex in as it wakes up meanwhile Maisie hacks the planet and discovers the underground lab where they're watching old videos of Owen where no one is just randomly watching old videos of Owen it's just playing <laughs> when she goes down there who's like Delta's really scary but Blue loves me he's so cuddly he's like nothing I've ever he's unlike any other velociraptor I've ever met before hey Owen how many have you met before <laughs> <laughs> the fucking first one. <laughs> Greg's impression earlier was so good. Like the I'm little scared. cry. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> uh, Zia manages to get the bullet out of Blue's leg, and Maisie sees Mills and evil Dr. Wu uh, arguing over Blue's health. Indoraptor needs a mama because the prototype has no emotions. It's just a killing machine and needs empathy and obedience. So that's why we need Blue so badly. And I'm like, that is a stretch. If I've ever fucking seen one. <laughs> but sure. That is a threat. Sure. Uh, Maisie sneaks around and almost gets her face clawed off by Indoraptor number zero. Uh, everyone leaves the boat and heads up to the Lockwood estate. Uh, all the dinos get herded into the garage. T-Rex gets a... Go- uh, uh, oh, this I love this. little As T-Rex is getting out, he's got a little goat snack. Did you guys catch that? Like he eats a goat? Yeah, cool. Uh, well, I, clearly someone's like, I'm a huge fan of the Jurassic Park movies, so we got to have a couple Easter eggs in there. Boy, you. Billy. There it is, Billy. <laughs> uh, Lockwood gets mad at Mills for doing all this stuff because Mills finally has to come clean. He's like, you have to call the police. And Mills like, are you fucking crazy? I'm going to kill you right now. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, and then he smothers him with a pillow. Uh, when and Claire get captured by Weekly and locked up. On um, the Mills- very dramatic amber cracking oh yeah that's it. oh yeah <laughs> it's like this is unnecessary I, I do love that he has the same amber cane that hamman had like yeah i don't know if it's the same one or if they just made them both together. this huge retcon that john just like john wanted they should be free and do it no, john wanted to fucking make money off these guys what are you yeah. talking about i don't think this is like some kind of philanthropic thing uh, it's um, it's wild because i don't know if there was a whole lot of backstory with how long uh, Fat Kid for Shaun of the Dead was involved in all of this. Well, he used to be young, remember they said. Was he the Fat Kid? He was the Fat Kid. <laughs> he used to be young. <laughs> remember <laughs> that. Right, right yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, I think it's just such a crazy extreme change 
for this dude who has been around like there didn't seem to be a whole lot of regret like i don't know it's just wild that it'd be understandable if this dude was brand new to this family for the last year or something like that and maybe this is part of the plan all along but it feels like he's kind of known these people for a long time Mm -hmm. and suddenly he just becomes the murderer and it's really it's just crazy he said he was plucked out. He was plucked out of college, I think, by Lockwood. That's how long he's been working for them because Lockwood wanted someone. Hammond wanted someone that was like cutting. So he's edge been there and, for like fifteen years, maybe. Yeah. So he also throws it back. I mean, you have to imagine the rift happened because he even throws it back into Lockwood's face right around the time Lockwood decided to clone his fucking daughter and not tell anyone. That's probably one of those things where I was like, "Oh, you're a psychopath." So I'm going to do whatever I, I want now. I, what I need here is the type of thing where the killing is almost accidental where Lockwood is like, you, you can't be doing this. I, I'm calling the police. And he's, and he's like, no, you better not fucking call the police. And then like a struggle happens. And then maybe he like kills him. Cause he's just like scared, he but pushes he's just like, him and he hits his head on something. Exactly. Yeah. But now it just becomes like, gotta kill you, man. Sorry. Yeah, and it's like, this dude, bad guy. All right. He's a bad guy. He's a bad it's, guy. it's it's wild. It's absolutely Duh. wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maisie breaks herself out and watches as rich people arrive to bed on the dino. She sneaks into her grandpa's room, discovers some dead, so she grabs his journal and pulls a Webster. And if you get that reference, you were bored in the 80s. Uh, Mills fires Iris despite her having raised both Maisie and her mother. Uh, Maisie finally looked great. Do you get that reference that I just did? I did. Good. The dumb waiter? Yeah. I How come I couldn't make a smart waiter? What? 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 The little thing, little little thing that he, she, she gets. In. Webster used to do that all the time in the show. Get the dumb waiter go up. What? Who's Webster? The old oh my TV god, show. Andy! I also have. Done Can you do a Webster little is? bit of fucking history? Like, Can like, you watch Daniel Daniel Webster? Night once in a while? Can you watch a documentary like I Love the Eighties or something? Daniel Webster. Said so you just go home and you play your fucking computer games and you forget. <laughs> History repeats itself. You're gonna I don't come need in to watch age. more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing Webster in review. We're doing Webster in review. No, we're not. Webster, the whole series. Uh, whatever. You guys can Google it later if you want. Uh, uh, let's see. Maisie, Mills fires Iris <laughs> despite raising Maisie and her mother. Uh, Maisie finally looks at the picture of her mother, and this confused the shit out of me when I when I first saw this because I was like, I think she's a clone. But then we look, and it's a younger iris and the same actress that plays uh Maisie, and you're like all right so i'm supposed to infer from this that this is the mother even though it was just very weird it was it, it just looked like very it threw me off for a second but i was like oh i get it she's a clone i'm not stupid uh claire tries to take responsibility for all this meth but owen's like listen i got a cabin to finish we're getting out of here thankfully next door was one of those ram dinos and it just woke up uh, bidding downstairs starts in the Ankylosaurus, uh, known by paleontologists as the Living Tank, which is now how I'm going to refer to Greg. Soon, Thank all you. the specimens are sold, and Owen and Claire use the Ram Dino to break out. Maisie remembers Owen from the Blue video, and they bond. Uh, they big spawn. fan of how the Tank Dino, Ram Dino, whatever we're about to call it, sorry, goes from being Ankylosaurus. Like fucking no, Ram no, that's Dino. A different one. The Ankylosaurus yeah, is like a big old tank. Oh, you're talking about the Pachycephalosaurus. You're talking about the Ram Dino? Or- <laughs> you just said a lot of syllables very quickly. I appreciate how he goes from being this, like, doofy-ass dinosaur that you can just in two seconds dodge and, like, it doesn't matter. He can break the wall. He can break the thing. To then just being, like, a killing, throwing machine. He's just dominating all these rich fuckers at the auction. 
What was he yeah. dealing with Chris Pratt, man? And it was the most video game, like Spider-Man tutorial I've ever yeah. seen. With, you like, you're see, like, the, the rhino. The pop up the, and have the, the, yeah, the quick time, and Chris Pratt <laughs> jumps up with the little like, door of the jail, and he hits through. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. Andy, I, I need to give you credit where credit's due. That was yeah, the most impressive just, fucking name drop ever. I, was like, and I know we're... throughout this franchise, you've been doing that, but like mm-hmm. the speed at which you said that shit. Woo! I was I like Ram Dino, and Andy said, oh, you're talking about the Pachycephalosaurus. And I thought he was joking. And then I Googled it, and I was like, wow, that is the yeah, actual name of that man. dinosaur. We're going to call him Ram Dino from yeah. now on. Too hard to say. Uh, they go down, and they spy on the auction as Eversol introduces the Indo smoke to the crowd, the perfect weapon for the modern <laughs> age, unless it goes against anything with a high-powered assault rifle, which case it'll probably just get put down like a fucking cow. Man, this thing has it all. Hyper-intelligence, laser-guided targeting with the help of sound, and two cup holders for you and your passenger. Uh, Owen wants to stop them from ever letting the Indo smoke out. So once again, he lists the awesome power of the fucking Pachycephalosaurus uh, and all hell breaks loose. All the bad guys run and Wheatley tries to dart Indo smoke so he can steal one of his teeth. And he's like, Tony, I want my, my bonus. <laughs> I, I did fucking strange. I did like the shot of the sort of camera showing going around the room with people flying like through the crowd because they're getting hit by the packy. Like they're just kind of flying through the air because they're getting rammed. But it's really funny looking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Spoilers, though, man. The Indoraptor is not stupid. He knows exactly what dart technology is. He's been darted before, and he's like, I'm going to play I'm gonna play Sleepy Sleepy so I can Sleepy bite Sleepy. Wheatley's arm off and then bite his face off and watch him cry and spit stuff all over me before I eat him. Uh, and then we get the, the fun gag with Eversol in the, the elevator where he's like, whew, we got out of that real quick. And then by just random happenstance, the Indoraptor's tail breaks open the elevator and everyone gets eaten. No, so it kind of it, it, it touches, like, the heat, like button right to call the elevator again i don't know i just it hit the, it the thing sparks came yeah. out and then it opened up the elevator door oh that's all i know that's, uh, that's how i remember it. that's how i choose to remember it a fact here is that once again colin trevorrow explained that all the death scenes are rightly deserved this time stating we made sure that every death was earned everybody deserves their death in this movie a lesson learned <laughs> from our first film in 2018 everyone earns it they're all horrible people so not like the assistant who was just doing her job. Who was then doing got, her like, job, man. Yeah, but that's like, you know what? That's so insulting to the audience too, right? In, in that you're basically just assuming the audience. I mean, you're, you're basically tele, like, uh, not telestrating, but like. Uh, it's telegraphing. You're telegraphing your moves. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, so now I'm going into Dominion. Only bad people can die. Right? I'm going into Dominion. And even yeah. though they say this is the final chapter. Like, I'm not worried about Chris Pratt. Dying. Well, no, like, not at all. Because what they, I would have loved. They have Nick, to hold the audience's hand. What I would have loved is a little retconning, or not retconning, but just adding on to the lore and being like, oh my God, these people are buying these dinosaurs to sell the warmongers, just like your old assistant was doing behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, good, she deserved oh, that. She deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Mills tells Owen and Claire the real school about Maisie, score about Maisie. She's a clone of Lockwood's daughter. That's what drove Lockwood and Hammond apart. Uh, Wu and his team clear out the lab and want some raptor blood, despite Zia telling him the raptor blood is tainted by all that T-Rex goo. Uh, Franklin darts Wu and Zia realizes Blue uh, releases Blue to kill some merc ass. This is where Blue just becomes a human being who was like, I will indiscriminate. I will I will kill who I choose and leave who I who I don't want to. Leave. Blue uh, at any lab. moment is gonna pop up doing the fucking no like yeah. fucking caesar in like planet of the apes <laughs> you give me i honestly you give it three more movies and we're gonna get the scene with uh smart hulk where kids are trying to come up to blue take pictures of them <laughs> yeah, and everyone's gonna be like i was blue's like can too. you hold like, the phone oh, i, I don't got <laughs> yeah. closet 
let's see. Uh, ooh, the lab explodes, but Blue somehow makes it out alive because Blue's smart enough to understand that inert gas explodes. And it then, uh, from it, it makes, again, second smartest thing on the planet. Just let it yeah, go. but I love that they had that line of dialogue. The setup for this scene that we needed so dumb. is that he is the second smartest. She is the second smartest creature on this fucking planet. And what, how do they use that? Oh, they see the cast. Does this goofy ass fucking velociraptor run out as things oh, no. explode? It was so fucking stupid. I so need this stupid. fucking raptor like to find out the cure for cancer or something. Yeah. Come on, man. Let's I, go. I, I misinterpreted that line. I think I didn't understand that when that line happened. I thought they were talking about the island. I thought they said it's the second most smart creature on the island. To no, me, I was world. like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But then you the all world. say world, like, whoa, well, I didn't first remember the line. I think I humans you heard that, when you heard is that the line. implication. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they meant human beings. Well, no, 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 no. You're all, you're all jumping, you're all jumping out of the plane too fast. I, I, not for the world. For when they're talking about the island, I was wondering what Andy thought. Number one, I was smart. thinking maybe the the Indominus, Indominus or the Indoraptor, whatever the fuck. I want y'all to know. I accept your apologies for jumping down my throat too fast in that one, Nick, Tim, and uh, Joey. I accept your apology, and I'd like you to accept my apology for not queuing up faster on your plan for the pizza pizza joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the lab explodes. Owen, Claire, and Maisie sneak uh, around upstairs and almost get killed by Endo Smoke, but they make it to the attic where they turn off the lights. Franklin and Zia notice the toxic gas has to save, and they want to save the dinosaurs, but they're all choking. And they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Let's reboot the system. The lights come back on, and it screws over Claire and Owen. Uh, they go upstairs and get chased back uh, into the dumbwaiter. Uh, she hides in, uh, uh, let's see, Maisie hides in her bed while Endo Smoke climbs up onto the roof and then goes delicately through her bedroom window and then proceeds to slowly and creepily taunt her. And it's scary and weird. Um, thankfully, Owen knows how to shoot a gun straight, and he bursts in, and he starts popping caps in, in Raptor's ass, but oh no, he doesn't know how to check his magazine for how many bullets are left, because only three go into it, and he's like, now I'm mad. Uh, but he runs out of ammo once again, Blue has to come get the fucking job done. Uh, the fight finds Owen and Maisie on the roof, squared off against Indo as it tries to walk across the atrium glass. Uh, Claire saves their bacon with the rifle scope, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, she's gonna, I guess, use the laser pointer on this hyper-intelligent being to get him to go chase after Chris Pratt so he can run underneath it as it jumps and then goes through the glass. And then, oh wait, I forgot that she has to use the sonic boom sound effect or else this thing doesn't do anything. So that's how this action what if, played what, out. What if you train it on itself? Good point. What happens Maybe then? it has to claw its own fucking face or, off yeah. like it did we, that we one don't guy. Just point it at the glass and hope that it just attacks Which, the glass. That's what I thought through. was going to happen. Yeah, Me too. That would have been, no. been smart. Uh, but no. But it's again, smart enough to know it's not a living being. Like I, I think it's like I don't know. I, I think if you just, Dude. I don't think it just is this mindless kind of targeting system. I think it knows like, oh, I'm going to go kill that thing. You know, Andy, we're, we're three movies away from this thing being Weapon X with the fucking thing on its face and the packs <laughs> hanging off and it just being controlled telepathically. We don't know. Uh, anyway, this thing tries to fall through the glass, tries to fall through the glass. And it's like, no, I'm not stupid. I can climb. And then, of course, Blue has to come in one more time to get the job done. Fatality thing into the triceratops skull below, stabbing it and killing it. I love blue on top of it as the spikes are impaled, and blue's kind of looking around like, "Oh fuck, I, I did it!" Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Didn't know how this was gonna go. <laughs> when, yeah. I, when I'm jumping, I'm just kind of like hoping for the best. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Z and Franklin are like, hey, we got another problem. We got that gas buildup going on downstairs in the holding cells. Apparently, these dinosaurs can breathe gas for a really long time because you have to imagine it's been, they've been down there for at least a half hour. Doesn't matter. Uh, they start doing the, the who'sy what's it's and they're about, and Claire's about to hit the button to let them all out. And Owen says, you press that button, there's no going back. And she I says, fucking hate that line. She's like, I can't let them die. But then she stops herself. You're right. Maybe all of humanity gates. should be prioritized over these dinosaur These five dinosaurs, the five remaining dinosaurs that whatever then they all watch in horror as the dinosaurs asphyxiate below then suddenly the door opens yeah. and they look over and it's Maisie cool who's girl. made this executive decision a girl who's never been outside of this mansion and who might be <laughs> twisted by the fact that she's a clone of her mother is now in the right mind and said I have to they're alive like me like me <laughs> I, I honestly think that this one minute is the worst single minute in any of the Jurassic movies. Like I the dialogue, agree. the way that it's shot, the way that it is yeah. kind of presented to us, where having Bryce Dallas Howard be like, I can't let this happen, and then immediately not hit it. It's like, wh- why have her just say that before yeah. this? Like, it's way too confusing of a scene for the inevitable thing of the clone girl's gonna fucking hit the button. Like, why are you treating this like it's a reveal? Andy Cortez. You're so right, because when Bryce Dallas Howard says, I can't let this happen. I thought I had maybe glanced away for a second and missed her doing it already. And it's kind of, and then I'm sitting there going, what what are we doing here? I thought you already did the thing. And then the button, and then the doors open. I go, oh, she hadn't done it yet. But then why have her like say that? Like there shouldn't have been a line. There should have just been like, like she wants to hit it and then nothing happens, you know? And then of course, little girl says, I had to do it. They're just like me. And then Chris Pratt turns around. And he's like, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know how many people you just murdered? Yeah. Not only that, because like the next sequence you see, right? And this is why it's so hilarious. Because in my, the back of my head, I'm like, dude, you're letting a lot of like the herbivores. Sure. Whatever. You got the tank dinosaur. It's probably not going to do too much damage. Maybe maybe we'll do some structural damage. But that, hey, that's why people have homeowners insurance. Right. It's true. For but then immediately the pterodactyl. It's a natural disaster if a dinosaur destroys your house. Um, man-made disaster probably. So you're probably screwed. Mm. Uh, you're gonna have yeah, to have a special have policy covering right? that. It's yeah, a, it's a it's God. Let, but uh, immediately, God. God, yeah. The pterodactyls come out and start killing people immediately. Like just start killing people. They attack Mills. All that stuff happens. Uh, but Mills ends up narrowly escaping, and they almost get smushed by a car. But he's like, "Oh, mom, I'm doing okay." Thankfully. T-Rex for the 80th time in the series just comes out of freaking nowhere to get the job done and then walks away. He's like, oh, I'll go over here now. And it's like, oh, there's a, oh, I forgot about T-Rex. T- there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex just loose in the North, North American wilderness. I'm sure mm-hmm. no one's going to die from that. Tyrannosaurus uh, Rex you know. Exactly. There we go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen says his, his uh, final goodbyes to Blue. And then just lets an apex predator go again into the jungle for no reason, uh, into a delicate ecosystem. And Maisie gives him a hug and then stares directly into the camera lens like Damien at the end of the omen. Jeez. <laughs> Gold blue. Uh, Gold bloom. We cut back over there. gives another uh, warning about genetic power killing the world. And we see the they, remaining. They cut back thing. to Gold bloom and he goes like, uh, I'm still here. Uh, yeah. I'm still yeah, yeah. This is uh, a long deposition. Yeah. Uh, we see the remaining dinos being spread out throughout the world by the rich buyers. And then some surf, uh, some surfers get eaten by a whale dino. And T-Rex finds another fence to go through so he can play with a lion. Uh, Owen sees a flock of pterodactyls flying. And Blue runs toward a suburb while Goldblum welcomes everyone to Jurassic World. Gunk, gunk. Joey. Cool. I have Gold. one 
tiny annoying thing that I didn't realize was pet peeves until I started watching all these Jurassic Park things. Joey's uh, peeves. Joey's peeves. The pet you. peeves. <laughs> so in the first movie, there's a lot of those like cable uh, cages that they have that mm-hmm. make that like very specific noise. Wow, wow, wow. The high tension wire noise. Yeah. 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 And for some reason, the sound designers of this movie have decided that that noise is a key Jurassic Park noise that they're going to use for every single type of metal fence in the history of the movie thing. Makes sense. And it just drives me fucking crazy because that's not how metal, normal metal fences sound like really hollow and not like that noise. This is a different universe with technology, technological advancements. Thank you, Greg. Likes of which we've never seen. (laughs) Right. In their universe, it's, it's. it's pizza, pizza, pizza. It's three. <laughs> Greg Miller being a fallen order or fallen planet, whatever the fuck this movie's called, no. Evangelist, is my favorite thing. Like, this is awesome. It's great. It's, it really this does bring a, a much needed energy into the tail end of this in review series. I like it. It's fantastic. Wait, you man. fucking see what happens next week, everybody. Uh, I did again. I saw five minutes of the next film. Let me tell you, two and a half minutes of it. I was like, "Am I? Is this not what I thought it was?" But it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like them ending it this way, like getting the the surfer reveal of the thing in the water and like the the line and stuff. I'm like, we could have some fun here. I do have a question though that I feel like I asked last week, but I want to reiterate now. Mm-hmm. How come the pterodactyls didn't fly away before? Like, I understand keeping all the other ones on an island, but. Like they the did. pterodactyls, they yeah, so far away. No, 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 they did. Remember, there was a shot in the last film where he looks over and the fucking pterodactyls are flying next yeah, to the helicopter. They're yeah, already flying gone. back to the mainland. You know? Weren't they yeah, in that gone. like atrium thing on the island, and that's why they couldn't get away? But then it broke open with the helicopter yeah. crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they and all then, got let out. Yeah, they all got let out. So pterodactyls have been in the ecosystem of the but world. But they haven't for flown that far. The island's too years. far away. Mm, like imagine need, right now that if, you're just a fucking, if you're a mallard duck a beautiful mallard duck you got oh, that green duck. shiny head the, yellow, <laughs> that the, the gray awesome wings with that black with the brown hey, and black hey, and mallard, the white outline nice to feather. It. you're a fucking mallard all right you're fucking a rock a male one too i, I if i was talking about the female they'd be you know all brown the cool stuff happened on them but i'm talking about the green head area it's like area look at this head. majestic motherfucker you think right now he he walks out he comes home from eating some bread at the park and he goes you know what honey let's fly to hawaii that is impossible that duck cannot fly that far the pterodactyl cannot fly that far all right that, that is a fair assessment <laughs> I, I i trust you i guess um then it's time for Ragga Bagger, everyone. Haiku and review? It's time for Haiku and review. <laughs> Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the present last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your reviews in haiku form, just like Lee Polero did, who says, little girl's a clone. She saves the dinosaur clones to eat the non-clones. <laughs> yep. That is yeah. the, what you really think about. That's the plot of this movie. Uh, Joe Merton says, it's a, a double whammy here. Well, Malcolm was right. Claire dooms all of us, doesn't she? Dumb choices are made. This wasn't that bad. It certainly wasn't great, but it didn't suck. Mr. Hawks 182 says, Mario is mad. Damn, Wheatley almost killed Blue. Got what he deserved. Because remember, Nick, Chris Pratt is about to be Mario Mario in the upcoming. upcoming. Thank you. I do want to. I do want it noted, Tim, that uh, Mm -hmm. subtly in the chat for the podcast the other day, I was trying to start uh, your new nickname, which is Tim Ouija. 
You had a you had a green beanie on. That one wrote itself. I just want got you to it. Know that. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look yeah. like Luigi. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> someone said that this is someone said this is the most Italian you've ever been, and they and the kids. I, the, that's the, how it works. The, I the, get the, it. The, the trogs in the chat were just mm-hmm. like, "What are we gonna call him?" And they, of course, they came up with nothing but stupid fucking names, Greg. Yeah, stupid yeah. dumb names. So I was like, "Get EG. It's got to be Tim Ouija. That's okay. It's gotta be Tim Ouija, dude. <laughs> of course, there's of no course, other option. <laughs> miscellaneous writes in with the plot in haiku. Uh, miscellaneous says, "Stole from Dominic. Took bone." What they do with it seems like in-gen shit. Dino life at stake. Jeff thinks saving is a mistake. Morals are opaque. Wow. Double crossed him, bud. Then escaped the lava flood. Stole some T-Rex blood. Claire and Owen jailed. Indoraptor is unveiled. Buyers should have bailed. Indy stalks indoors, scratching up the hardwood floors. Blue saves them once more. Good oh, shit. Very good. Really. Good very shit. Good. Ragu bagu time. Ragu. Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, guys. Talk bad guys here for Jurassic Park in review. Uh, there's five movies, and I have three things listed, so I might need someone's help on this one. <laughs> Number one, I got Nedry. Number two, we got Ledlow and Roland from Lost World. Number three, we got the Spinosaurus and Velociraptors, Billy, Paula, and Amanda. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, where did we want to put Indominus Rex? I forgot to put that out there. Did we do that last week? Do you have the mm-hmm. rankings from last week? I don't know why I don't. I don't think we did. Maybe we didn't do it last no, week. No, we must have it. I, I have Regu Bagu Nedry and then Vincent, oh, right, Vincent D'Onofrio and Dominic Toretto. Uh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, and Dominic Toretto. That's right. <laughs> that's number why? two. Oh! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you. Wow. Number two. Where do we want to put Mills and Wheatley and the Indoraptor? And the lava. Don't forget the lava. Don't forget the lava. Lava's lava. 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 Yeah. Can we get one comprehensive reading of where we are now? Okay, Sorry. right now, number one, Nedry. Number two, Vincent D'Onofrio and Dom. Number three, Ludlow and Roland from Lost World. Number four, the Spinosaurus and Velociraptors. Uh, and I don't know why I've had Billy, Paula, and Amanda, but they're on here as well. <laughs> Mills, the lava, and all the all the rest go number two. All right, they are real bad guys. They're here doing bad things. All right, they're cloning people. They're murdering people with pillows. They're fucking out. They don't care how many people they lose. Right? They went and got that a uh, Dominus Rex uh, T bone steak. Right? And what happened? They lose a whole bunch of guys. Guy gets bitten right off the ladder twice. You know what I mean? And and awesome by the way. Tim wants to say it's a Titanic or a fucking awesome opening of a movie. It's. I'll tell you what. That's a well. I don't want to spoil anything. I think that's a better opening than where you're going to get in Dominion because I've watched five minutes of it, so I'm kind of an expert. But we'll I, I'm just saying it was copy Titanic. I love Titanic. I also agree. I thought this was a pretty good opening. I just thought it was confusing in the long run. Uh, I think that you're being a little too generous. And when I, I say that, I, I mean a lot. Uh, I don't like the bad guys in this movie. I think that they are they are evil, and I get that. They are they're bad guys. Uh, but they're, they are not, in fact, rad guys. I know we are the rad guys talking about them. But in this scenario, I think they are such a far drop from Vincent D'Onofrio and Dom. Like, Dom had some hype moments and, like, some great scenes of, like, Dom. teaching, like, how the camo works and all that stuff. The Indoraptor, I don't think, had anything Useless. even near that. Useless. And um, Oh, no, yeah, he chased the- down, remember? And then he crawls like a, like, a, like a monster on top of the roof. And then he goes yeah, he into does. the little girl's room and he's like, ee. 
And for those reasons, I think it's pretty low. But looking at it, the rest of this list, like, I think the rest of them have kind of sucked. Like, Ludlow yeah. and Roland from Lost World, like, I don't know. And then after that, the JP3 ones, like, I think the bottom three are all just pretty. All right, then number three, then. I'm going to put a number three. I vote four or five, but that's just me. I think that Ludlow and whatever I liked a little bit more than these, than this I'm one and the one. Um, I'm with Joe. I'll go three. there. You guys, but you also remember uh, Zoloft's in this. Don't forget Zoloft. Yeah, Dick Eversol, the anti-depression medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll right, we'll put it number four. That's the official rating right now. So it's going to be Nedry number one, number two, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Dom number three, Ludlow and Roland. <laughs> how did we forget number... about Dom? Oh, I mean, how could we not? And number four, Mills and Indo Smoke. <laughs> yes. I can't uh, wait. To in like three years, <laughs> read this list and try to make sense of it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, now it's time go. for dinosaurs, aka which death is the best? Which death is the best? <laughs> death is better than all the rest. We got there. Kind of hard to Mills, right? <laughs> when he gets tossed up and the T Rex bites him, and then the T Rex with horns bites him, and they rip him in half, and you're like, That's "Man, the awesome. T Rexes are getting together, and they're gonna be friends." And then T Rex is like, "Not really, bitch," and hits the T Rex with horns. And he's like, "It ah. was, it was such a funny, like, brotherly react, or like, it was like when you see a TikTok Sibling of two dynamic. dogs. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's really funny and cute. I'm not, I'm not gonna die on this hill. But I thought that that death was being set up to be the best death in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it lived up to it, especially comparing it to Jurassic World, which I think that the assisted yeah. death is, is an all-timer. Uh, this one, I thought it was a little bit lame. Uh, but I would say I would nominate. So it's a different thing for us than what we normally do. But I would nominate Blue Killing the Indoraptor. Oh. Jumping down the thing. That's pretty good with the roar. Again, I I think it's low. I think it's low on the list, but I think it's higher than the dude getting his hand That's a good call. I like that being this Beth death. Yeah. I I support that. That's creative. This is the problem with all you Jurassic Park fans. You don't understand Jurassic World. And I really am. It it makes me sick to my fucking stomach to be here. (laughs) I wish we had staffed this with people who were like normal Jurassic World fans like me. I'm sure Carboni. You know what I mean? Some other young people. Can you ask the Discord what they feel, how they feel about it? I've already left the Discord. They were mocking me too. Joey Noel. <laughs> I was going to say, I also like the death of the guy who's obsessed with the teeth and then he gets his arm bit. I get his arm bit real good. Yeah. Yeah. He gets like teased by Again, I think we can go back to the very out. beginning too. Like the guy, I think it was cool when the Megalodon swallowed the ball hole. And then, uh, you know, even the guy who got cool. he, the I guy like on the, the ladder, one, he, he thinks the ladder he's going to get out. Yeah. yeah and then you don't get out. Oh my yeah. God. It's a Megalodon. So right now, to rank these things, currently at number one, we have the assistant jump the shark moment uh, by the TDs. Cool. So yeah, Jurassic World. Uh, Then we have the TDs. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got the Nedry death from Jurassic Park. And then tied at number three, we have the dual T-Rex takedown of the fate. Nice. Tied with the Udensky bait death from three. Okay. Mm. I personally, I would say that the blue killing Indo smoke goes in at last place. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a shitty definition of the best. Put it, there. Yeah, put, it last, put it last place. What do you want to call it? Fucking Jurassic Park fans. Andy, <laughs> give me a name. Um. Oh, dub, double spike Dom. Because it got, it wasn't even the Dom though, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 
And now it's time to rank the Jurassic movies. Currently number one, Jurassic Park. Number two, Jurassic World. Number three, Jurassic Park 3. And number four, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Greg Miller. <laughs> Where do you so I'm, I'm saying it again. Number two. Number two, Jurassic Greg Miller. Lost World, not good movies. This isn't a good movie, but it's no, it's not a good movie. Have some fun, Nick, as you'd always say. Have some popcorn. I assure you, in 10 years, we're going to be fucking getting ready to do something on a kind of funny podcast. Nick's going to be like, I'm so tired. We're like, what? Why? And you're like, oh, well, I stayed awake watching Jurassic uh, World 2, whatever it's fucking called. And it was on HBO. And I saw it. And I just had to watch it through. And then D left the room. And it was, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that all makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I vote to put this at number five. This is up until yesterday was the only Jurassic Park movie I'd only ever seen once. Uh, now that number is at two. And Unfortunately, I don't plan, twice. I know. <laughs> and I don't plan on making it three. <laughs> I would say, which one was the one with Julianne Moore? Two. And Jurassic two. Lost World. Lost World. That's, that's the Lost World. I'm going to put this right above the Lost World because that one is so fucking boring to get through. This one, I think, to Greg's point, there was some okay fun stuff in here. The first time I watched it, I was like, eh, whatever, that was a movie. The Lost World, every time it's on, I literally just, it's, I can taste the boredom. I also want to issue a correction. It was not Snoop Dogg. It was Mr. Grimm who did the song Indo Smoke Good. from the Poetic Justice soundtrack. If you guys want to check that out. Um, <laughs> no, I just Googled it. I was like, that doesn't sound right when it came out of my mouth. I was like, I don't remember that being Snoop. But uh, yeah, it's Mr. Grimm. Lost um, World, though, did have the gymnastics moment yeah dude that makes <laughs> it worse that's a, that's a, that's a... i thought i might win you over yeah I, I i put it at number five uh this is my first time watching this movie i hope it's my last time watching the movie i am I'm with nick and what he's saying and that like i don't think that this is the worst film i've ever seen like i do think that compared to the transformers movies it's halfway through i don't think it's as bad as the bad ones uh but i don't think it's as good as the other ones and i didn't say the others are good so um i i'd put it at number five i think lost world while arguably worse because it's a sequel to the first one and the first one's so good and it's such a, a steep drop off um i like the van scene in that and i think that it, there's a classic quality to the lost world that it's fun to laugh at i didn't have fun laughing at this one i'm Andy right Cortez. there with you tim i am right there with you um i think when i try to compare them scene for scene you know i think this movie has that again that really cool underwater sequence with the gyrosphere and it's at one shot and i love look i love hearing the boom 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 and it's like debris hitting the top of the rock and then like that piece of lava hits and melts through i think there's a lot of not a lot i shouldn't say that there's a couple of like creative moments in this movie that are just overshadowed by a lot of just shitty stuff um so yeah i would put this at number five but like honestly it's barely number five for me i feel like they're like if i were to kind of like athlete by athlete compare like points and rebounds and assists and all that shit this uh it would be a lot closer than i than i would initially think i mean having said that for as bad as i i think a lot of us here think this is i think it's surprising that none of us voted it as at number six which we have done mm, before yeah. uh, for different mm -hmm. movies and franchises. But I see, again, but... like even me, someone who enjoyed the film thinks it's bad, but it's a fun bad. You know what I mean? Whereas I think like Dark World was not fun bad. <laughs> no, it's just bad. Yes. Yes. Dark World or Lost World? Hmm. Are you talking about Thor? 
Yeah, Thor Dark World, right? Yeah, okay, okay, cool. I thought you were the Lost World, either way. Because Thor oh, Dark no, no, World, no. guess what? We got a rewatch coming pretty soon, everybody. Strap in. Can't wait for that fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, but that is a couple weeks away, if not farther than that. Actually, no, it must be getting close because Thor Love and Thunder is coming out within a, a month from now. Next week's Jurassic, and then it starts after that. Woo-wee! That's exciting stuff. We're going to be back ranking the final movies currently right now. Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 3, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, and then Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, where will Jurassic World Dominion fall? We'll have to find out next week. I have two questions that I want to ask everyone here, except for Nick, because he's gone. Will Chris Pratt ride blue? Yes or no? Yes. No. No. Blue's too weak and too small. Blue's too small, yeah. And then question number two, are dinosaurs going to talk in this movie? Yes. No. They're going to communicate somehow, like like stomping. I love you. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to say no, um, but there's also a point that I meant to make earlier in the movie, sorry, when they're fucking showing, when uh, Chris Pratt and Pachycephalosaurus is running roughshod inside of the room with all the buyers or whatever. When Chris Pratt is running and punching dudes out, it's like, he should have been Nathan Drake. We should have yeah. had we should have had fucking Brian sure. Cranston as Sully and this guy as Nathan Drake. Like he looked perfect mm. running around. I think it was just like the running and punching with the Henley T-shirt. He looked he looked mm-hmm. great. He looked great. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you ever respond to my thing yesterday about Brian Cranston? No. Wait. I sent you a, a a rare real Instagram DM. They were at the Sunset Cantina. Him and Aaron Paul doing their tequila shit. They were signing. I did see what? that. Yeah. That's yeah, and they are crazy. Apparently on this tour, they've been like actually the bartenders doing shit. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. I've seen the videos on TikTok. Dang. Wow. Wow. Well, everyone, let us know in the comments below how bummed you how are. Bad that we you didn't this up. Yeah, how bad let's we go to Sunset Cantina and see <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cranston. And also how badly we fucked this up. Everyone, please send some sweet, nasty love to Greg Miller uh, for... <laughs> I don't even know what for. I've actually. been right before, and mm-hmm. like, I can already see the comments already popping off because mm-hmm. uh, Gammon Creations, he was over here, said number two, Fallen Kingdom is fun as hell. And then Jake Steph says, this money, m- this movie is criminally low on this list, lol. Like, again, you can all laugh right now, but I'm just saying when Nick's, in a week from now, when Nick's going, oh, why are the Patreon numbers so low? Blah, blah, blah. I'll be there to tell you it's because you got it wrong, jackass. You, they came in with appendicitis. You told them it was a toothache and they're dead now. That's why. That's how bad this was. Yeah. I love you all. Goodbye. Jackass.